Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy Thursday at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And welcome to Armintown, goddammit, from the lovely downtown Dynasty Theater. You know what the deal is. Somewhere right now, somebody's waiting outside to rob you. Uh, let's get into it. You look fabulous. That thing is great. So much color. Let's get into it. With our good friend, Dungeon Master, Master Blaster, I ain't in For your enjoyment, for your pleasure. Now the main old curve. Watch this dude dive and swerve. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor of Harmon Town, <laughs> Mr. Dan Harmon. Oh. oh my God, what a show! Now you're gonna have a good time I remember the time When your show wasn't that good And I still paid the same amount of money for it Okay Yeah Alright Let's just leave that guy in his own desert Who was that guy? Dude was Mr. Nostalgia that apparently hates some episodes of the show. He wasn't ready for the evolutions. Fuck that guy. I'm glad he's not here tonight. Or is he? Oh, shit. I spilled all over the closing on the mail today. They look nice. That's a great giant spill. For everybody that pays for the live video feed, I'm wearing clothes I got in the mail from Bombfell. It was a former sponsor at one point. I think I'm grandfathered into some AI warehouse that's just like making bombfell deliveries and like the company maybe chapter 11 and it's just like there's just robot arms mailing clothes to me. <laughs> uh, this is here I am. It is a great shirt. They and did I great. Spilled, oh, they yeah. spilled on it. All right. Yeah. Um, look, last week I listened to the show. I listened to it back. Sometimes I do that. I don't think you guys understood that one car per green each lane. Oh shit. It's absurd. All right, fine. <laughs> well, I, I think there just... should be more. <laughs> I think it should right? say, I don't know what it should say. I don't know. I, I think they should make it, I think it should say, uh, I think they should block off one lane. Do you know that uh, there is an exit? It is, uh, I think, the, bar, the right before the Barham exit, it's two cars. There are two and three Those cars. Those are luxurious. Yeah. So, so it says two cars per green yes, each sir. lane? It does yes, say What that. the does that mean? That means because everybody's trying to get on. That means four cars go, right? Yeah. 
If it's two okay, lanes. Okay, so so if I pull and if it's up, three, it's six. If I if I'm in a if I'm behind <laughs> one of two cars, yeah, and I'm I'm in a quad of cars. You're sitting there. You're so I get to go at the same speed as the person ahead of me? Yes. Because two cars per green each yes. lane. Magic. Wow. Well, thank you, Mr. Mr. Infrastructure. No, not you. I'm saying like who? No, no, no. I want to be called Mr. System? Infrastructure from they're now on. They're obviously like looking at a big map on a wall of like a 70s office and they're like, looks like the I-5's getting a little red by Kawanga. Mm, well, maybe uh, up, up the cars per green each lane to two. These dudes are trying to help you out, and this is the They're impression you do. They're trying to stop this, my car, Brandon. I love that you. I love that you shit on these dudes. With, shit uh, on these dudes. Uh, say two car lane. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they're, I think they're nerds. They're like, oh, how can we ease congestion? You think for they're Dan trying Harman? to help me out? You think they're trying to help me out? <laughs> yes, really? Yes. You think it's me and them against who? <laughs> Zeus? If they're not on the other team, who is? <laughs> Give me a break. They love, you know, you know, they love, you know, they'd love to make like an alt right lane. Whoa. They'd love it. They'd, they'd, they'd be like, did. they'd be like, hey man, the only color I see is traffic. Okay, all right, buddy. All right. Pick a lane, I'd say to them. Anyways, no, they're not on anyone's side. They're they're fucking they're I I, I don't doubt their intelligence. I was like, we, we all saw uh, singles. What was uh, uh, Campbell Scott's character? Wasn't he in charge of like looking at traffic? Am I mixing up a bunch of like nineties movies? Yeah, come on. All right, crickets. I thought maybe there'd be like a 45-year-old in the audience who'd be like, yes, you got it. Campbell Scott's character in singles definitely uh, studied traffic. Look it up. <laughs> but that's presented as an occupation. And he goes like, oh, if you do this, yeah, No, no, you do no, that. they're like, traffic specialists. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah, but wait, that doesn't mean they're, they're not necessarily good people. Who would take that job? To put a sign on an on-ramp that says, hey, uh, uh, put your left foot in and your right foot out. Do the hokey pokey, and then you can get on the freeway. Uh, home by five. No, dude, come on. Go to Capitol Hill. Get your, get your, get your money. Tell them what you. Tell them there needs to be two fucking ramps. I agree with you on that. That's why I was trying to. I was trying to make your day by letting you know that they existed. All right. Well, we already talked about so uh, many more cars. It's two more cars. Right. I can, right. I can, it's two cars per green each lane. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the beginning. It's great. Of the you know that light? It gets a yellow. I thought that would get a bigger reaction. Right, so that, no, it, like, I'm reading the room. These guys have had it up to here. Like, I, 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 guess what? We've got some delightful guests for you. Yeah. So you can stick them up your ass. I'm not going to warm you up for them. I'm going to bring them out. You're going to love them. And you're going to be like, I feel bad about the lukewarm response I had at the top of the show. <laughs> this is a better show than it I thought really I was cool going to get. And I'm going to be like, you don't deserve it. Whoa. But you get it anyway. But you're going to get some great people. You're going to make some new friends. You're going to love our conversation. Oh, man. Go home and tell that to your dumb parents. <laughs> Terrible people. <laughs> There's some great conversation. What did I write in here? Some of you are nice, I'm sure. I wrote, I wrote down apologizing to Mrs. Monfrey for jumping off the garage roof with plastic bags. I think I probably told that story, though. Like, yeah. When? I don't know. I just remember, like, uh, I think it was a story about how my mom was, like, trying to get momming right. Because it was like, I remember me and my best friend, like, we, uh, we were jumping off the, uh, the garage roof. 
his garage roof with uh, hefty bags. Like, oh, like we, a parachute. We wanted to see if it like slowed our descent. Right. And uh, someone saw us doing it and told my mom. And then my, I think my mom's response was, I'm taking you over there and you're going to apologize. For? For being seen by her <laughs> putting myself in danger. That's not what she wanted. But <laughs> you go like, hey, some moms are 23. I don't know. I look at it like right now, like, what would you do, Dan? I'd be, a, I'd be the worst dad. And I'm twice that age. You Give have me to a jump a right whole now. pack. What's that? You'd be like, get up there and jump 20 times in a row. Yeah, I'd be like, like why? Yeah, I don't know. I, if my kid said, I'm going to jump off the garage with a hefty bag, I'd be like, well, I, let's shoot it. I don't, I, like, I, like, 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 I don't know what. I would actually Please. still think. No. I'd be like, well, maybe it'll work like a parachute. No. Why wouldn't it? You're like 80 pounds. I'd pay. The bag says it holds a lot pounds. of garbage. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> I wrote. I prefer quiet. I think it's because I think that's the new Uber setting. I prefer quiet. Yeah. And now I'm locked in it. I, we, we talked about this. I saw it. I got excited. I predicted like this is gonna lock you in. Like what happens the day I have had it? I've been like, you know, I'm a little lit. I'm on my way from here to there. I'd actually love to talk to somebody. Yeah. I'm a little chatty tonight. And then I look at the thing. I'm like, I can't force someone to talk to me. Yeah. It already says I prefer quiet by default. I'm not gonna select talk to me that poor fucker I, you know talk to me also means hey if you want to talk i know think but of it like that yeah. because here's the thing it's creepy to not talk to each other in the car especially the, if you sit the way i sit i sit backwards. <laughs> you just stare at the I driver sit backwards facing in the front seat <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that you guys are trying to react to me like it's a good show and i appreciate that <laughs> It's it's like you're, you're, you're trying. You're, you're like, well, that's a thing to talk about. As sure. Like, like, oh, yeah, life is like a flower pot. And you're like, Jesus Christ, kill me. Um, all right. Let's bring out our friends. Uh, uh, we'll bring them out one at a time just because we don't want them to compete. Um, uh, but like, let's first bring out a I'm not going to call her a close friend, but I am going to call her like somebody that I'm like so enamored yeah. with. And I never and like, like, I don't know. There's a thing. Whatever. I'm not going to over talk it. Why don't you give her her credits? Because she's amazing. Just I, don't, I don't know anything that she does. <laughs> um, she was a writer for SNL, and it's like like Jeff, I met her through Jeff, kind of through the yeah. improv community. Like Great right on now, who's I don't know how much she's allowed to talk about. But she's been working on the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone show. Um, but but let, let's let, let's let her speak for herself. Sure. Please welcome Heather Ann Campbell. Yeah. I put my guest on the seat. Oh, but yeah. Heather Ann Campbell. Damn, Heather Ann, looking good, back of a van. What? No, okay. Yep. Now that tracks. Well, I'll freestyle <laughs> till it gets gross. That's my rule. Mm. How, how are you? Thanks for, thanks for coming out and visiting. I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. I'm good. All right. I'm always happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. Always. Like, like I felt like the last time that we sat down, it was like two hours of video game talk and I did most of the listening, which blew my mind. <laughs> uh, no, it was, yeah, we talked about video games with, um, cause you play way more video games than I, me. Yeah. I mean, I play a lot of bad ones now, but I used to play really good video games and it was really great and fun. And I think we talked about <laughs> those times. Yeah. 
The good times. Uh, no, that we talked about we, we talked about the old times, the new times, the the third person times, the first person times. You you you've got a new podcast called "How Did This Get Played?" Yeah, where you're it's it, it as the name would Thank imply. You. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. You're kind of it's a it's a I, I haven't listened to it, so like you want to describe? Uh, so uh, it, uh, <clears throat> uh, Nick Weiger and I <laughs> uh, play a terrible video game, and then uh, we talk about it with a guest, and the guest also plays the terrible video game, and there are infinite terrible video games, so the show will last forever. And does it span all of time? Does it, uh, does the guest get to pick? Uh, we've had we've asked a couple guests if they have a, a pick, and they have chosen, but generally they're like, I don't know, whatever, and then we tell them. Well, enjoy Leisure Suit Larry, and they're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Hope you like playing that again. Yeah, yeah. But we've played. We're playing new games, old games. Um, it's actually really nice to pull out all of my old video game systems. I pulled out my old Dreamcast for a recent episode that hasn't been released yet. Whoa. Ooh, and I was. Really- I saw the Instagram. You follow Heather Ann on Instagram. Like you'll get intimidated because you'll you'll like post like a photo of like a fucking engine also is that like like do you do you wrench on cars and shit uh no i have a a, a problematic car and i um try to take care of it i've learned how to uh so i drive a 1978 datsun 280z come on and t-tops folks come on Give it up. Come on. T-tops. Give it up. T-tops. T-tops. He's, yeah, he's, he looks I, upset, but it's, well, it's a... It's my, great. It ha- I reached out. I saw that when you when you posted mm-hmm. it, I was like, girl, does it have T-tops? It's amazing. Thank it's you. It's amazing car. I sealed over... This is going to break your heart. I uh, had the sunroof patched. It's all right. Okay. Are you all right? Sorry, all right. She made it an O-top. That's, is that cool? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but so uh, the car has... Uh, a fuel injection system. So the uh, lines go over the top of the engine. And one day I started it and gasoline sprayed all over my windshield. Uh, and it was terrifying because that means I could die. Uh, so I've learned how to fix that problem. Uh, so th- <laughs> that is the only wrenching that I do on my engine. And the rest of the time I usually have it towed. <laughs> to Still, a but in that, in, in that three sentences about you, doing something wrong with a car, I was like, oh, you would have bullied me in high school. No. Because you were like brave enough to... Oh, no. Fucking turn the key or whatever the we hell. Been, like, it just seems like you know your way around we, no, things. No, we would have been loser friends. Really? Yeah. Like, what were you in high school? What was your archetype? Uh, I was um, uh, a Dragonlance nerd. Uh, yeah. So I used to... <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Said, yeah. General enthusiasm. Yeah. I... Uh, I I read a lot of Dragonlance and I played uh, D&D with a guy who would draw his maps on lambskin. Whoa. He also had a full suit of armor, so he was like a <laughs> like a rich kid, but like a like a not, you know what I mean? Uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I did. Uh, I did. I did that. Yeah. Okay. So the, yeah, there's no. I mean, how, how big was your high school? Like, how many students? Uh, so my high school was 400 kids total, uh, and it was not a good. It was not a good place. I hated it very much. Um, well, 400 kids means that there's a there's a social allowance for one art art kid. Yeah. Yeah. We had one art kid yeah. in our, and it was not me. It was not you. Uh, you were the D and D. I was the D and D video game kid. So, uh, and it's hard to be the D and D video game kid when there's only one allowed. The truth is, you know, the, you really want another D and D kid. The guy least. who, the guy who drew on the, the maps, 
He was from a different school. So you're totally <laughs> right. Like he did not, they, what, there was no community of nerds that way. I spent so much time in middle school being into D&D &D and never played it. Like I literally like my whole identity was, I, I just, I had three D&D &D shirts that I bought at uh, Gen Con because yeah. I lived in Milwaukee. So I, I was, I was Gen Con adjacent and like, I, I bought, I bought these D and D sweatshirts there and I just wore those. I alternated between them and I, I had these a D and D books, but I didn't play with anybody. I would just, that was just my identity. It was just me saying step off or you've already stepped off. And it was my idea first. <laughs> like, like, like it was just, it was, but it was, it was almost just as satisfying. Like, I, I, I don't know. I spent so much of it, but then in high school, I, I thank God I had a 600 student high school mm. that I transferred to. And that meant that there were three uh, nerds allowed and they found me and I, my brain blossomed because we would get to, I met these guys and we would get together and play D and D for, from three to 9 PM. That's, that's great. That's heartwarming. But you did that with, uh, by the way, do, if, uh, thank you for uh, letting me be a guest on your show. Oh yeah. I, uh, yeah. do you have any other questions for me? Well, I wanted, I wanted like more details on this Dungeons and Dragons sweatshirt. <laughs> It was yeah. all the uh, there were black sweatshirts and they were just the uh, the illustrations from the covers of the second edition AD. Or not not oh the, hell no, yeah the, that's the really fucking cool that's the, badass the Lee, Lee, Lee Easley uh, paintings whatever yeah. you know the guy the the cover of uh, Unearthed Arcana the cover of the Dungeon Master's Guide the cover of the Player's Handbook I think I had those three sweatshirts that's really I mean yeah. that's fucking great they I'd were they that. were they were jet black they were dandruff ex uh, accentuating. <laughs> It was like a black light on my shoulders everywhere I went. Just a big dotted <laughs> sign that said, back off, buddy. Back off, ladies. Did, did it work? Oh, yeah, man. People gave me space. Uh, but wh how do you reconcile being a nerd with being a... I know, you seem marketable to me. You, you're... you're <laughs> wow. You, you, you went into improv. You're so you marketable. went into... Yeah, it's not an insult. I mean, like... No, you it's seem, not. You seem like a You seem like you could have made it. Well, you seem... You, <laughs> you, you can pass for, like, not a nerd. Yeah. But okay. you're fucking harder core than me, frankly. I sold out as soon as I could. Like you, you still stick to your guns. You like cosplay and like you, you, you're fucking like it's infused in your life. You, so, you so get you, joy from our legacy. You're, you're, you think that I should have given up those things so no, that I could. I'm ashamed make that it. I did. No, oh no, you didn't. Have you? You have a show that is those things. No, it's not. Listen to this interview. It's terrible. Well, <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm just. I, I'm just saying. I guess what, I, what I'm. I'm just circling. Like, like you're such an effervescent person. You don't. You never sold out. You're not. You. You. I don't know. It's like you. You're. You're an island. Like, like that. 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 That's what you are. And, and like you. Do you. Do you have anxiety about yourself and shit? Or is it like what I see is what I get? Right now, I am having anxiety <laughs> because you. You radiate confidence to oh, me. Oh, thank like, you. Like, so, so I'm just, yeah, I mean, are you, are you swallowing down insecurity? I mean, yeah. So right, the worst, the best thing about like being, I think about being uh, like an improviser, for example, is that I don't ever have to be myself. I couldn't, I can't imagine being like a standup and it took a lot of, it was a lot of like mental homework to do a podcast. Cause I was like, Oh, over the course of like, 
20 episodes, people are going to figure out who I am and they're going to mm. hate that person. <laughs> uh, and you know, some of the comments have gotten there really quickly. Uh, and they, they're on, they know who I am. They hate me. Uh, but oh. the, um, yeah. I, what I, are the things that you think people are going to like, like what, 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 what is that kite tail that you carry with you where you're like, cause I, I feel that too. Or like, they're like, Oh, these people are going to Google me and they're going to like pick through. And what, what is it about you that you're worried people are going to. So I wear so much of my, um, my nerddom, my fandom, all of those things on my sleeve, but I am always afraid. My, um, imposter syndrome manifests as I don't know enough about any of the things that I actually love. Right. Like when people see that I drive that car and that I fixed it up twice, they're like, oh, she's a gearhead, but I'm not a gearhead. Right. And you're afraid, if, you want, you're like, I'm not going to stand up to that fucking scrutiny. Don't right. ask me a bunch of fucking gearhead questions. Or are you going to shame me? Yeah. Right. But the, the only thing that I, I feel like I could like go pretty deep on is video games. Uh, and then even that, and that's a like, forgiving crowd. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> That's a good. That's a good pit to dive people, into. People, people love it when women talk about video games. No, it's uh, yeah, like it more, the more the merrier. People hate it so much that it changed politics. <laughs> it it literally, yeah. like I mean, for real, began there. Yeah. Oh, anyways, <laughs> but 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 you, I mean, so have you? Just regarding that, like in terms of your relationship with like other people's opinions. Mm. And your identity and stuff. Um, are there epiphanies that you've come into over the last five years that you could share with me? Like about uh, I, say, about, say about, yeah, about just in that general area about like like what uh, people like you're talking about yourself being out there, being visible, you having an identity, people having opinions about it. Mm -hmm. What's your relationship with that? How has that changed from two thousand nine to now? Um, so a decade ago, I was writing for video game magazines and there were, um, very vocal. I feel like I was, I, I got uh, a trailer for, uh, Gamergate, um, in the kinds of language that met me when I was a video game journalist. Um, there were places that really, really ruthlessly called me a, a dumb cunt and uh, uh, like uh, like diatribes of stuff. And I was like, oh, this is unfamiliar. <laughs> and then after I stopped being a games journalist and sort of disappeared into comedy for the next few years, uh, I every time I'd like poke my head up out of that, that water and somebody would be like, bitch, and I'd go back under, <laughs> I'd be like, ah, that, yes, I remember. Um, so I, I feel like that I was really lucky to get a preview of it before it came down like a sledgehammer on everybody later. Right. Um, so that would be That's what I've learned is that like, I, I was very, um, I've always been very internet. Like I love internet so much. I was a, I had prodigy like on a black and white screen in my house and like was posting on, um, prodigy forums back in the day. Uh, like I've always, you really, were tight. Really... You had one keyboard under each hand. Yeah. I mean, Sometimes I did had your shirt I had off a, depending on the difficulty of the password. I had a split keyboard. I had a, <laughs> I had the Microsoft ergonomic. Cause that's how you, I mean like a, a girl who's like, Hey mom and dad, will you get me an ergonomic keyboard? And, <laughs> 
They're like, oh no. <laughs> I had as many as I could because I would see in TV and movies that that's, if you were a hacker, you had more keyboards and more screens. Were you so, a, were you ever a hacker? Were you, uh, like, did you, only, you I, was, in- I was a poser hacker. I was like a phone phone freak, P-H-R-E, you know. Like, did you like, make the thing from the, like the back of Popular Mechanics where you uh, got free phone calls? Was that, was phone well, freaking Was that like that? a whistle or something? Yeah, yeah. like a no, whistle? No, no, I never, I, I wasn't a whistler. Okay. I, I, I was a, I was a code uh, I was just I was just seeing finding codes on BBSs, and they would go like, "Oh, this is a code you can type in, and then you get you get free long distance." Awesome. And then I would call like sex lines. Oh, just to test it. Oh, and right. I was like, like yeah. I was just like, "Oh, for real? If you do use this code, you don't get charged for a nine hundred number." And then, and like I I don't even know if it was true or if my parents are just like, "Oh, good, he's not gay." I don't I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, but I, I, I did the, the codes did work, and I was excited. The code about just them. let that person listen in on your conversation. <laughs> but like that's not like, a hacker. I didn't <laughs> hack anything. Yeah. I was a programmer. I was very into Commodore sixty four basic, you know, mm-hmm. programming. Mm-hmm. I almost said basic cable. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, uh, shit. Wait, like, where were we at though? Um, no, we're talking about what we've learned. What have you learned in the last I ten years? No, I well, yeah, don't get me started. That's that's what this dumb shows all about i was like i was curious and you and you let me know i mean what i got there was an indication of actually like way before like long ago you've dwelt among like environments where you can't please everybody all of the time is mm-hmm. more than just a comforting platitude if you don't win a uh a competition at school it's like an actual thing you have to live with mm-hmm. that that's what you're describing is like you were acid washed I, and and so is it that as a it, it, these many years later are you is there a philosophy that you carry with you where you're like don't don't read the comments or fuck them if they can't take a joke or don't drink the haterade or like what is the I mean is there any guiding philosophy at the risk of giving up my my bit uh, which will then I think make it ineffective is that anytime somebody says something terrible to me online, I reply with, okay, I will do that. Or yes, thank you. I agree. (laughs) And usually they're like, oh, okay. Like if if, if somebody's like, you've got a fucking terrible smile, uh, which I got (laughs) on a a video. (laughs) It was like the top comment was like, this girl shouldn't fucking smile. She's got a terrible smile. And I was like, I also hate my smile. And I wish that I didn't have it. And then after that, they're like, no, it's not that bad. (laughs) It it doesn't. Yeah. I I see what you mean about like, yeah, don't give it up because it's like, oh God, that is the one fear. But yeah, it it makes perfect sense. I I feel like we've all gone through that phase and it's always yielded results. And I think I just like my fear is what bumps me off of that path. It always works. Engaging? Yeah. Or no, just like uh, being healthy. Oh, just going like, like like not attacking the person back, oh, yeah. Like like which is just what is that? That's exactly and, and just being like either nothing at all or even better, like just going like yeah, I guess my dick's pretty small, <laughs> yeah. and just like letting it take its course, which is what a Taoist would do, what water would do. Uh, it, it like it always works. Yeah. It does. Why do we stop doing it? Because we have know. a bad day. I don't know. Because we get super clever and we want to fire back. Yeah. I got good jokes and God this damn. is the time to let them fly. <laughs> Goddamn right. Speaking of I'll great jokes, it's time to bring out professional comedy Whoa. writer, yeah. SNL writer alum, uh, Rick and Morty writer, Nick Rutherford. Wait, yeah. Please welcome him out. Nick Rutherford.
both wrote on SNL, but not the same year. No. Yes. <laughs> See different comedy philosophies. <laughs> no, we did. We did not write at the same time. No, I got. I didn't get hired along with a bunch of my buddies who got hired, and then I was working with Heather at the time. And she had just gotten fired from it. Mm-hmm. And I, she, I was not renewed. Right. It's different. Oh, I say I got. <laughs> I, I was fired. Yeah, I no. got fired. Yeah, yeah. They probably never fire anybody. You yeah. don't have to fire writers in TV. You just don't pick up their option. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you fired? It all feels mid, the same. Were you fired no, I mid-season? wish I was. No, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I reached the end of my contract. And, yeah. Yeah. And then was fired. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> it said fired. I was like, yeah. make no mistake, you've they been sent, fired. They sent me a new contract that it just said fired on. <laughs> We'd like to hire you to be fired. Why would they? They mailed this. this plus is a lot one of option. Plus one. If we like how, like your job of being an ex-employee, we may fire you again. Yeah, and they didn't like me as an employee as an ex employee either because they didn't fire me again. But you told me a lot of uh, terrible stories that uh, made me feel good about not getting hired. And then I got hired, <laughs> and I was like, "Heather doesn't know shit." And then I had uh, a terrible year. You, you guys have suicide <laughs> dreams. <laughs> <laughs> There, yeah, no, I there. have dreams where I just bite people really hard. Yeah. Arr. Makes me feel good. You ever dream that you're the guy being bit? No. That's working on SNL. <laughs> uh, and then I knew that you were right the whole time. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's not every everybody has a different experience there. Ours was the same. Yeah. yeah. Much. <laughs> it's weird that the phrase 36th season um, uh-huh. shouldn't be said along with comedy isn't it 46 well now it probably is yeah, yeah. uh it, it, it's just like 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 oh so-and-so worked on the 36th season of a, of, of of a sketch show holy shit i mean yeah. it's it's a, yeah it's it's its own thing it's more like a sport like there aren't seasons of sports it's a dynasty yeah yeah, yeah it's uh it's an institution it's man. fun it's for the kids <laughs> it's good uh. Everybody loves it when they're 10 years old. And then when they turn 17, they're like, this sucks now. I wonder if I'm that's... I'm still trying to get back on the show. So if we could <laughs> move the conversation. Uh, well, let's do let's do your audition. What are your characters? Do it. Uh, We've got the right kind of crowd tonight, uh, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I can tell they're hot. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're, they're ready to produce Comedy SNL. Fans? Uh, here's a, here's a, here's a guy. Here's a, here, I'm, I, uh, well, I just did this impression of a guy. Who got fired from SNL five years ago and can't stop talking about it? <laughs> All right, that's All right. one. What's yeah. the, that's wait, good. That was don't, you have, don't you have a guy named Hammerhead? Yeah, of course I got a guy named. Hammerhead. I was gonna say yeah, because you're a trained yeah. improviser. So and Hammerhead's like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna nail you. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. Someone told me you do an incredible Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, and that, of course, is, as we all know, the woman who is half violin. That's uh, right. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that people would be more enamored with my lack of knowing who Viola Davis is, at least uh, currently. I, I thought it was one of your better pieces. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah. All right, let's go in. <laughs> We're going to go Wait, round. Should I know who that is? No. Wait, who is she? Maybe I do. I'm bad with names. He's a guest. Make him feel good. <laughs> no. My first time. I'm you nervous. Don't have to know. I, got, I had vodka. You don't have to you know. I forgot who Violet Davis is. It's fine. Yeah. 
All right. Thanks, Spencer. I don't know Harmon, She's a famous dungeon master. Whoa. Uh, we're, now I feel bad. It's time for our lightning round. We're going to go round, round robin with the guests and talk about their experience with breast cancer. Great. Uh, we'll start with okay. Heather Ann. Thank you. Um, but you, you recently, like, like it was, it was just fucking like it mm-hmm. hit you like a truck. I don't want to be crass about I the language. I didn't see it yeah. coming for sure. And when, well, we'll let Nick go wait, first. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 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 Let Nick, let Nick go first. No, when Heather was diagnosed, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt. Honestly, I felt more affected by it. <laughs> um, but like I, we, 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 we talked about, you talked about the, the fucking brevity of it from start to finish. Yeah. I, uh, so I went in for my, for my, my, uh, OBG was like, Hey, you should get a mammogram at some point for like a baseline, you know? And I was like, okay, sure. And I went in for my first mammogram and they were like, Oh God. Oh. This doesn't usually happen. Yeah. On the first yeah, one. The, the serious doctor came in and like, that's what you, every time I go to the doctor, I'm like, Oh, they're going to, fu- I'm dying for sure. I'm dying at the dentist. And, <laughs> uh, so they were like, well, um, so all of these things, these are calcium and, uh, usually that forms around a tumor. Uh, Heather, did you work on SNL at all? I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I did work on SNL. It was, th- it was as exciting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they were like, you, you have stage three breast cancer and stage I was like three, there's only four. Yeah. There's only four. Um, four is politely sorry, but like. It's over. A death sentence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not over, over. If you have If you're it, stage four and you're listening. Yeah, no, we, you're going to make it. If you have stage four, there, you still can pull completely pull the, out of it. It's kind of like a video game. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I was playing on difficult, but not hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was not playing on casual or normal. Uh, but, but you went in for this thing and they're like, it's stage three. Yeah. It was like, like there's... It, it was a matter of the minutes until stage four. And there's a big difference between stages. Yes. Uh, so they, so I, I went in one, on one, let's see, I went in on a Thursday and by Thursday of the next week I was seeing a surgeon and then, uh, last, the next, seeing them like them prepping you. Yeah. Like, like them, them walking the- me through all the, the stuff. And, and they were like, Oh, you, you know, we would recommend our, a double mastectomy. And I was like, okay, great. And they were like, you don't want to consult. And I was like, no, fuck it. Let's go <laughs> fucking cut them off. Uh, so then they, they did. And then, so less than a month from mammogram to surgery, uh, and, uh, I had a double mastectomy and, and then, and that was that. And I didn't tell anybody, uh, ahead of time. Like I didn't post on Instagram no, or you anything, did not. Yeah. um, because I didn't, I really didn't want anyone to worry. And I also didn't want to be identified as the, uh, you know, as the person who had glad cancer. I can help. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was so baller. Yeah. And then, so then I got, I had it done. Uh, and the only, I think the only truly scary thing, there were two scary moments. One was I came out of surgery and I didn't feel well. And they're like, of course you don't feel well. Uh, and I was like, no, I, I really don't feel well. And they, they have like drains that go into your rib cage to drain like all the fluid from what is a hugely traumatic injury to your body. And, uh, one that's of, the wait, what's the, the, it's, it, it's the, cause you didn't do chemo. No, no. They just have for the first week, two weeks, one week after you have it, the lines. surgery is an injury and your yeah. body is like building yeah. up these fluids going yeah. like I've been traumatized. Okay. Yes. So you have these drains that are hanging out of you. And one of them was filling up with like really dark 
red mm. liquid, like darker than blood. And I was like, that can't be right. And they're like, no, it's fine. And I was like, well, can we talk to my surgeon? And they're like, no, it's fine. And then like an hour and a half later, I was like, I really don't feel well. Can we please just for my own mental like well-being, get my surgeon back in and she can be like, that's fine. And she came in and went, oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And uh, was like, we have to, we have to bring you back in immediately. We have to bring you back. You're bleeding internally. Uh, and so I had to go under again with, and that was scary. Like that's when my dad cried and stuff like that was rough. For everyone, my girlfriend fainted. Uh, it was it, that was scary because they were, they were like, "You're not supposed to go under twice in a day," and you know, if you're bleeding internally, it's much worse than cutting off your boobs. Uh, so that was that was scary, and and then I think that was it. After that, I was fine. <laughs> but uh, and the whole thing, the whole like, thing hey, spans hey. though. When you described it to me, you're like. January, blah, blah, blah. I got the thing and it was like, and then you, the, the number of days was like from start to finish. Yeah. January 27th to February 18th was the entirety of my cancer journey. That means before you're like zippity doo da, yeah. time to uh, have a formal play date with a, a mammogram, like just to do my due diligence. Yep. And then boom, worst news ever. Yeah. Uh, except if we had caught it a little later and then like just this crunch, like you had this whole spiritual experience that uh -huh. barely anybody listening is going to have, yeah. which is like until later, well, um, which is well. like, holy shit, this might be it. Yeah. And then you come out on the other side uh -huh. and one well, thing that you said to me was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that I, uh, I, so a couple of women reached out and they were like, you know, you're going to, you're going to, be a different person on the other side of this journey. And it's going to be really great to meet that person. And so there was a part of me that was like, oh, this trauma is going to make me realize something. And I got to the other side of it and there was nothing. Right. <laughs> I was the same person. And I, I was like, what? No, there's got, okay. <laughs> I'm going to feel on a daily basis, I'm going to have more gratitude or more like, fear and there was nothing it was the same m miserable person on the other side just like well <laughs> fucking you get back to work so they didn't get all the cancer no i am the cancer you were the cancer the, the yeah. breasts feel great yeah yeah they're somewhere yeah yeah they're free yeah. <laughs> would you call yourself an atheist would you let yourself yes okay so yeah. so the what was your relationship with oblivion so and, and and but the important thing is it didn't change right your relationship was like eh, whatever and then you were kind of surprised to find out on the other side of this I, so, it hadn't changed. So here's two things that happened during the thing, which is um, my therapist said, uh, pr you should pray. And I was like, ha ha. And she's like, no, um, it, even if you don't. So there are scientific studies that show that prayer works as a healing. Uh, uh, it, it, like it, prayer makes you heal. And I was like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure you have to believe <laughs> right. in and prayer. It's not the actual thing. And she's like, no, you can believe in the study. So pray to the study. <laughs> I actually think that's a smart therapist. And I was based, like, yeah. oh, and she's like, if you know scientifically it works, then you're praying to the results. And so for like that month, I prayed to the study. Like I was like. And you did do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every night I was like, you know, p please study. <laughs> Please, Harvard and, Journal of Medicine. Yeah, I wish. Well, she was like, you know, whatever it is that you want to put as the thing you're praying to. Uh, and Dear Toby Maguire. Yeah. 
Uh, Please keep spider manning me <laughs> through this. <laughs> uh, so I, so I prayed to that thing. I prayed to like the idea of prayer as a, as a, as a, as a self. Is that the right word? Self? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I, we get a letter a week later. I was like, it would have been nice if you had all accepted my uh, sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing was that I got really sad about uh, music. Uh, was I guess something that changed because I the, I would a song that would come on that I really loved and I was like, man, there's a possibility I'm not going to hear this song more than like five more times. Oh God! And oh, that God. bummed me out. Like at, of all the thing, everything else was okay. Like I I I was too stressed out to eat. Uh, and so I wasn't like manifesting as like, oh, I should eat my f- last meal. Although that did occur to me, but then I was like, well, what? I don't know, but you're telling fuck? me that having experienced those things, those moments, like the, the, that didn't, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say that didn't change you. I'm saying like, 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 but it's like, you didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean my question to be like, what are you, what are you, some kind of freak? I mean, you're my hero because like when you told me that I'm like, oh God, you're yeah. Cause that's my biggest fear is, it is like dying. The, the, no, the not feeling shit. Oh, the, the, the stuff where you go like, oh, is there something like, I'm not like this other person, this fairy tale story about when I get this and then I overcome that and then I'm supposed to feel this and you, you go like, oh, that's not me. That's not how I'm feeling. Well, maybe maybe it could be that uh, for you, you're already living in a way where the thing that most people transform into, you've already actualized. And that's sort of what I was... I'm like a, po- I'm like a person that's already... Uh, dead. You've already yeah. died. <laughs> you've already experienced like the full death. Because of my diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're already oh, there. Other things, too. <laughs> I've seen people you People you've eat. heard... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's kind of how, when I talk to people about it, like my therapist, I I was like, you know, I I was looking forward to this thing and it didn't happen. Uh, and she was like, well, you all, you talked a lot about death before you got this diagnosis. I feel like you lived with it as a presence in your life. Like you talk about like, well, I got to go on this vacation that is a little bit more expensive than I want to, because, uh, what if I die next week and then I won't have done it. So, and it was sort of. I had a watch for a while called Ticker, uh, which I got off Kickstarter. And it you went online and you filled in all of this stuff about your life and all of your habits and your like yeah, heart rate and everything. I have seen this. And then it counts down from right. your expected death date. Whoa. And I had that watch until it ran out of batteries. <laughs> uh, did it, it couldn't count that. Right. Does the watch say you do, you do fill in, I've been diagnosed with... Like- uh, well, you could if... I, I mean, like if I went back and filled it out now, you could like add a cancer mm-hmm. diagnosis to it and it would probably take well, off like 20 years. Well, isn't that convenient? Uh, but yeah, it, um, so I wore that watch a lot and I would be like, well, you know, that's going to happen sometime, hopefully in 60 years or whatever. And, and so I should go eat shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders 
with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Uh, Rutherford, what are your near-death... What's your relationship with death? Uh, oh, this, uh, this, I, can't, I can't follow that, man. This, you don't have to follow it. I, Just open for her next thing. Uh, <laughs> Go lateral. Be off. like, here's an impression of Nixon getting fucked in the poo-poo. Uh, uh, Mix your way out of that I, shit, I was DJ. At, I, was at my, my, <laughs> I was at my parents' house this weekend. Are you afraid to die? God damn. I don't <laughs> think has I a gun. can die. That's the problem. Oh, you can and you will. Oh, Jesus. This is I. This is the, the, for you, you the th- worst podcast for the guests <laughs> and for me. I, you, you think you, you, I, you, I am being attacked on all fronts. You think you're not going to die. You think I you're not going to die. I thought I'd come up here and do like voices. <laughs> right. Or be like, meow. And like, you'd be like, that sounds like a funny cat. And now I'm thinking about things and the audience isn't laughing a lot. And yeah. No, the like, audience what about I, you, Nick? What have you struggled with? And I'm like, I was with my parents for a weekend. The audience is thoughtful tonight. They've been that way since the beginning. It was a, it's, it's, it was a little jarring at the top of the show, but they're thoughtful, they're listening, they're sincere, they're here for the long haul, and they'd like to know if you're afraid of death. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't want your, uh, what my ex, ex-girlfriend would call, uh, what did she call it? Def- deflection. Yeah. They don't want your deflections. We hate that. Was that God? Oh, Spence. All right. Same thing. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't know if I, I don't. You don't know if you're going to die. I. Whoa. I don't know if I'm going to die. You're That's gonna, confident. Everyone, you're gonna, I don't. I don't think about it. That's how I deal with. Death. That's I don't great. Think about that's, that's, it. I do whatever yeah. I want to do when I want to do it. As long as it's not hurting somebody, then I do that. And if I find I've hurt somebody, I try to do my best to kill them so they can't tell anybody. Do you worry about anything happening after you dying? You know, I, I, I think now I'm getting real, guys. Buckle in. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's, uh, you just become like a little thing of energy and it like poops into a flower somewhere. And maybe you're not aware of that, but you're still that flower or you're a worm on another planet or something. I don't know. Okay. All right. So that's comforting uh-huh. to me. Yeah. And um, just a worm or a flower. I'll be happy with either of those. <laughs> but I don't have to worry about that because uh, I'm immune to death, baby. Oh, <laughs> God. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I, have, I mean, I, I don't think about it either. That's my solution. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine it. Nobody wants. To I get think- so mad at my fiance Cody. Her dog is dying. All dogs are dying. True. We're all dying. If you have yeah. a dog right uh, now, you have subscribed to death. All all dogs are dying was the prequel you to are, all dogs are going to heaven. It, 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 and so Cody's subscription is running out and. I, I, I got mad at Cody today because Cody was upset because the dog like disappeared in the yard and she was like, Barbara, Barbara, where are you? And then I, I just, I, I can't, I can't handle Cody handling a dog's death. 
And I keep thinking to myself, like, Harmon, you got to get your shit together. You have chosen a woman you're going to spend the rest of your life with. That means probably you, maybe her, shouldn't matter. One of you is going to watch the other person get sick. Mm-hmm. Or wander out into the yard. <laughs> if, you know? if that if that can't be the definition right. Right. of the lowest fucking bar right. <laughs> right. of my ability to adjust yeah. when she's like, where's Barbara? I'm like, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> you need to check the whole yard before you go into hysterics. This is like election night. I told you Hillary was going to win. You didn't believe. Oh. Um, it, 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 I, I get upset when she's upset. And so like, like this, I, like living with a partner, were you with a partner when you? Yes. Yes. I, uh, the, uh, it was really hard. Um, I'm dating this girl, Mary and, uh, she was with Mary. Yeah. Mary. She uh, she's not here. She's working. Uh, she doesn't listen to this show. She, uh, <laughs> She's a big fan. (laughs) Uh, She she was waiting for me when I was getting the mammogram. And I was like, oh, God, I've got to be the doctor now. And like going in and be like, I got low. And I was like, so, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. This isn't easy news to say. Uh, And that was hard. But, yeah, so she she was incredible. She Because there were times where they would, like, the doctors would be rattling off Shit, and I'd be like, I don't care. Just tell me what when the appointment is. I don't need to know any of the options or any of that. And she wrote it all down in a journal. And now I have this like journal of like everything said to me during the whole thing. Uh, oh. She was phenomenal. She was unbelievable. Um, I don't think I could have done it uh, as well without her. And this is the is it is it okay to talk a little bit about this? The, yeah. the this is the the partner that we 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 talked about like that that's that relationship right the one that you're still in yes i assume i don't i mean well she's she's, she's <laughs> you assume you're still in a relationship yeah. or no i think well, we talked I just about to make sure it. Okay. Yeah, nice. okay. yeah. but right. she's she's christian yes she she's is. like and not just christian like secular christian like she thinks jesus is coming back for reals uh that's not what all no, Christians no, I'm, believe. I'm weighing, I'm weighing, <laughs> or maybe not well, that's maybe not kind like, of a generalization it, are you are you christian um, I'm half Catholic, half Baptist. What does that? <laughs> <laughs> There's a punchline coming. No, that means my mama told my daddy put the rowboat in the attic. My uh, my great grandfather and my grandfather were uh, Baptist ministers, mm-hmm. and my mother was uh, this close to being a nun, Catholic, and I went to Catholic high school. Okay, so are you a believer? I am. Oh. Okay, yeah. great. Because I grew up in a neighborhood, a city that was very Jewish, mm. and I watched people observe every Saturday, mm. and then I observed from like six o'clock in the morning until maybe four o'clock, because I had to actually feed people after church. Mm. So you think Heather's going to hell? No, because well, Baptists are cooler about that. I mean, no, it's look, it's weight training, and then you decide what you want to do with it. <laughs> 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 Gay people, come on, come on, come on! I'm faith, spotting you, bro. I'm spotting you. Faith is uh, like it's sort of like weed, where like people introduce it to you, and then you can pick the strain that you like and how it affects your body and how much you really want to smoke all day. You don't have to smoke all day. You can smoke at parties. It's Methodist like makes that. me sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Baptist gives me paranoia. 
Yeah. Uh, sure. Unitarian. I don't even think. <laughs> Gives I, me a I, headache, like, but I love it. That's the CBD. It's right. like, does this have THC in it or not? <laughs> Um, I, th- I think that's real. I mean, that to me, not that my opinion fucking matters, but that is the actual way to be Christian in which I, I would actually then like start to merge with that freeway when it's like the Joseph Campbell thing where it's like, I don't, I don't truck with like what the hierarchy is telling me the aldermen of my church or that doesn't go up to any kind of thing. So no, it's like politics where like some of the shit is amazing. The good that gets done. And then, and then it's not some of the shit's garbage, actual, just straight up corruption and garbage. Like I go to church now and the church that I go to was able to get to Haiti before any other relief organization because there were doctors in the church and there, there were pilots in the church and they were able to commandeer x-ray machines and planes and get on the ground first. (laughs) And I do, I try to do charity, but you sometimes if you really want to do charity, you have to join a church because they've got this incredible infrastructure. So like if you're trying to save people from new Orleans, when the floods happen, like the first places that were on the ground and that were able to get supplies out were churches. So it it sort of comes in handy and there's that prayer thing that works. And (laughs) Heather, your partner is like, like like she's also a playwright, which already Christian playwright, like, like I'm like, She's, she's a Hero. she's a playwright and she's a showrunner now. She's uh, got a show on Hulu. Nice. Um, she's wow. fucking doing it. What's the name? Can you tell us the name? Uh, I, the name has not been announced. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, she's about to move to New York and film it, and I'm gonna miss Whoa. her. Awesome. Um, but my girlfriend survived breast cancer, and look at me. On Hulu. That's the name of the show. You told me a backstage. That's not. Do we edit? We can't tell people. They they don't. Don't. Can this is, this is live to. This is live to air. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. You look so. Are you really angry about the breast cancer thing? You look so. Angry. I'm pissed about it. Nobody <laughs> takes my Heather away from me. No, he's doing a thing. It's like it's like you guys are double guests, and it's not fair. I told I told him we're ending the show. And at the time I thought we were ending the show end of September. And I was like, come on, come on the show. Everybody get on the show. Hurry up. Jesus Christ. We're ending it. And now you're now I'm ending it in December. (laughs) And I love you guys both, but yeah, no, Nick is, Nick is sitting in the, in the, in the less favorable seat. And he's like, he's, he's playing it up like a gentleman. Like he's kind of going like, well, I'm not, I don't have anything. I can't like butt in with my story about Burt Reynolds. Anything wrong with your dick? <laughs> no, there's nothing right. Dick is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tits are awesome. They're firm and great. I don't know what I can't relate to this conversation. Okay. Well, I just wanted part. to. Yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I like, <laughs> also Nick's working on Rick and Morty and he's like a wonderful, Woo! like super fucking cool oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, like, 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 uh, uh, but I also, also has his own show. But, right but now while, 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 while we're drilled oh, down yeah. in this yeah. moment though, when you're going through this fucking matrix where the bullet is going by you, mm-hmm. you have a Christian playwright yeah. girlfriend. Yes. And yes. I want to just like, just they finish up this thing of like 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 I, th- this is a two month story. Mm-hmm. She's there with you. Mm-hmm. She was there. She, she she was like, oh, let's. I'm gonna go get my first mammogram. Ha ha ha. Like and and then you're coming out from the into the waiting yeah. room and going, well, that went about as bad as it can go. Yeah. Uh, and then she's in a relationship. Go from there. She so um one of the 
Ah, I boy, this is or I, don't by the no, way. No, I'm not I'm, pulling. I, I'm, Jesus. I'm thinking about what a nightmare it would be if she's like in New York and she's like, "Oh, I want to listen. I miss." Well, I want to. And hear then it's just like an hour of me being like, "So what Mary said was." <laughs> well, um, I don't, I, well, let me like, let, let me refine it. What I, I want to hear about your relationship with her faith. Does that make sense? Because yeah. that's what I said. You're an atheist. Mm -hmm. You're having this specific experience with oblivion, but you happen to be life partners at the time with this person who has this other faith, which can take all forms. And then th that's the thing that I'm interested in when you're like facing this thing and like the other person has a completely different <clears throat> like theoretical opinion about trajectory. I used to uh, be the kind of atheist who was angry at, because I, I grew up very Christian, and then I read the Bible, and then I was no longer Christian. And this is the origin story of, that's the genesis of atheism. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I, so I, I, my experience, like, so I know a ton of, about Christianity, and, and, and specifically, I was raised Lutheran, and they're very dogmatic, uh, and so I knew a lot of, like, the dogma, like the crunch of religion. Um, and then, uh, I'm so Lutheranism is the Linux of yeah. Christianity. <laughs> it's, it's singing it's, no, church. You yeah, shouldn't right? have to touch a mouse. Catholics yeah. would use a mouse. Yep. This yeah. is command Kneel line. Kneelers are good. Like the <laughs> kneelers are good, but the mouse we don't, um, <laughs> But so when I first came out of it, I was very angry at Christians because I was like, how, how have you not done your homework? Like, just do your fucking homework and you'll see that this is all ridiculous. Uh, and then I realized this boy saying this is a form of arrogance and narcissism. Love it. Um, <laughs> but I realized that it was narcissistic and arrogant to tell other people that I knew more about that what they had experienced in life than they had. Love it. And from that elevated position, love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, decided that if I was to truly be a nihilist, if it, when it came to the afterlife and our experience of the present, then I had, n there was no difference between being Christian and being an atheist. Love it. Yes, queen. So, <laughs> so then I was like, this is great. She's Christian. That's great. Right. You know, that's Campbell. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. May as well. Yeah. No wrong answers. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, because none of it doesn't matter. Uh, like on a, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was how, that's how I felt about it is that. Do you go to church with her? Uh, I have gone to church with her. I went to the church for the first time in more than 20 years. With How was her. it? Um, I found it really charming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I really expected, I expected to be deeply uncomfortable and have like a lot of social anxiety in that space. And instead I was like, this is kind of a great way, like a meditation camp. Like everybody's like standing and sitting at the same time. And big church. Um, it's, we went to the one on, um, uh, on Highland, behind Hollywood and Highland. Mosaic? Yeah. Is that Hollywood showrunner church? I don't know, man. <laughs> that's where all the, yeah, that's. Yeah, it's Hollywood showrunner church. It's, it's, yeah. for, it's where you have a lot of guilt <laughs> for how, how good you've got it. Dan, <laughs> very specific. Uh, he, he does sermons there a lot. Oh, yeah, actually. no, yeah, yeah. Me, and, me and Vince Gilligan, like, give each other communion. <laughs> And then we put our heads up each other's asses and uh, pull it out. And 
Yeah. Stephen um, Conrad. We do an interview with the rap. <laughs> Uh, but at, at the end of it, I was like, you know, if, if you want to do this, I would, yeah. I would totally do it again. Yeah. Um, because it was, she really, really, really likes what it. What denomination was that? What is she Methodist? Yeah, she's Methodist. Um, yeah. So hey what, did you fall? Did you, I adjusted furniture. I thought it was a good time. Right. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, um, you gotta, you gotta sneak, sneak it in. Yeah. She, her, uh. Everybody, everybody she knew was praying for me and they would like <laughs> text me that they were praying for me and all her friends are very Christian and I, but, I have no Christian friends. So it's very it, like, they would be like, we're praying for you. And then I talked to my therapist about it and she was like, well, that's not good because <laughs> no, because if, if you think, so there's another study where if other people are praying for you, you're more likely to die. Whoa. <laughs> what are these studies? Whether you know okay, it well, or not. Okay, well that's backwards math. Everyone prays for clearly dying people right, more. Right, right, right. That's a backwards. But no, they've done like a like a blind study, and like if if you, nobody's praying <laughs> yeah, for you, like, and you and and you, then you're more likely to live. And if even if you don't know the person, and they don't know you're praying for them, you're more likely to die. No, yes. wait, come on. What no, is this? That's that's very, quantum, it's quantum entanglement or some <laughs> bullshit. Like who knows? No, that means that God only cares about you. And if other people care about you, then you die. But if you only care about you, then you live. I believe in that God. There's like a, there's I, a religion. Yeah. He's a jealous God. <laughs> He's like, I don't want Dan Harmon hedging in on my game. I feel, I like feel that, my heart stopping while I say that. Is that a Lutheran thing? Like, do you feel blasphemous when you do bits about anything that's like in that area? Do no, you, do not you, anymore. Okay. No. Well, I mean, when I first, when I first I was feel like, like shortness of breath. Oh yeah. When I, first did it i was like this when i first even to myself in my head secretly quietly was like i don't believe in god i was sure i was gonna die immediately and then nothing happened uh for years Once lutheranism yeah. is the deep fry of of christianity of, of protestant christianity it's it basically was like you don't even have to go to church your family just has to be fucking repressed <laughs> like they have to just have infused into them the idea that Jesus Christ is Freddy Krueger and he will oh. get you. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get you. Yeah. Like you've done it wrong. And it's like, it's like, it's like fuck Catholics, but fuck you. <laughs> that's my, that's my personal testimony. And according to today's politics, I get to say it cause I'm technically Lutheran. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a bag of shit. Um, it started with a good idea hey this bible should be in German Um, now look at it you you know what I rhubarb pie rhubarb pie it's true wait what isn't everybody in Lake Wobegon it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter let's move on Nick Um, uh, were you raised religious Nick Uh, me yeah don't fuck this up I don't want to uh, Look, I just, don't. I don't want to hear what Heather has to say. No, don't. I was raised Catholic. Okay. Oh, mi abuela <laughs> es de la ciudad de Mexico. Si. What? Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, who said oh? That was me. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. You think that this audience is going to make an audible sound? <laughs> no, they haven't yet. Uh, and did you? Uh, do you? Do you, When did you stop going to church? Uh, as soon as I got confirmed. Nice. Is that 13? My grandma was really, <laughs> really Catholic. Really Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and so we would go on like major holidays and stuff, but 
I, I, it was just seemed like a big ritual, and it just seemed yeah. like a big. Okay, wait, hey, Catholic, kinda, what are they whoa. confirming? What is being confirmed? Conf- being confirmed means that uh, Jesus likes you. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I did you, it in like you got a weekend confirmed. Course. You don't know what was I confirmed? I truly did like a latecomer Catholic course where like it was like... They I can't get a straight in. answer about I'm, I, this. this. I'm 46 is, years old and every Catholic... So I, I go like, like what, what was confirmed? You either and go like, to Catholic uh, school... I'm Catholic. You, uh, you have to go through... So everybody's got like a 12... Uh, the Baptist is going to tell go. us. Baptist telling everybody what to do. This is why the Catholics don't like Baptists. Your body is <laughs> filth! <laughs> I thought, I thought God this must is the watch reason. <laughs> no, everybody's oh. got to write a passage at about 12, 13, even, even Jews. Sure. Uh, so I mean, yeah, confirmed. but why is it? A, that's what I'm saying. So like, I, I think everyone re- also has a spring equinox. How come? It's, it's a reinforcement that you're sort of uh, involved in the church and you're able to do things in the church. It's sort of like, like saying, it's like, well, I, well it's you like, can be an altar boy. Do really, things. You can be an no, altar boy. It's like when Evite sends you an email and says, are you coming? <laughs> yeah. And then you had to click the link again because the guests are like freaking out. They want to know. Right. I, I think it's that you're when you're baptized, you're too young to, to know what you are accepting. And confirmation is a confirmation of the things that you accepted in your soul when you, you were consent. baptized. You consent. Except oh, that Baptists don't get I've been confirmed. Now I so it's a spiritual answer. age of it's consent. A, it's no. a little bit of a mix, because if you're Baptist, you get dunked all... This is bullshit, but you get dunked all the way down. Uh-huh. And then you, you're well, crazy. they're Baptists. If they don't fucking <laughs> stuff that shit, they're gonna lose. <laughs> but to then, the, if you get to the confirmed, next. you're christened. Mm. Just a little, just a little different. Wait, so you're okay. confirmed, then you're christened. First, oh, you get okay. christened, then the, the, you get they confirmed. They dribble a little water on you. Yeah. Maybe. I right. feel like I remember some water getting dribbled on me. Yeah. yeah. But I'm Lutheran. Yeah. No, that would be confirmation. I was a little yeah, you can baby, get baptized as a little baby. Fella. You remember getting baptized as a baby? I, I don't oh, think it, 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 You but are the Messiah. You <laughs> I remember going to church with I'm my grandma and uh there was something and they were like, come up now for the cracker or the wine, and then like then I, you were I, a baby crawled up. <laughs> you know, that and was like I was like me. six or something, and I went up and did a thing, and then like it was a big to-do. When I came back to the seat, everyone was like, I can't believe you did that. Oh, my God. I'm did like, what are you talking about? They're like, you, oh, he ate the cracker Communion. and he drank the wine. Like, every, <laughs> the whole family talked about it the rest of the day. I was like, what did I do? I did something wrong, and now everyone's happy. I, I like, went up and I did two things or something. As, a baby. First As a baby? Well, it wasn't a baby. No, I wasn't a baby. This isn't my baptism story. This is, like, me going... <laughs> but you and, remember the baptism as well. No, I don't remember a baptism. Are you I just remember having some water trickle on my experience. head. <laughs> Sorry. I, like, like, let's talk about um, <laughs> Mario Brothers. I, I No, I, 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 I want to get this straight. I, I have a memory of some uh-huh. water being trickled on my head. Okay. I don't know what that was. Probably. It could be really anything. Yeah. That could be yeah, $50 I, in Reno. Yeah, we're not <laughs> talking about religion anymore. 
<laughs> Were you uh, smoking I have a cigarette a memory in an alleyway? <laughs> Without telling you, I was running through all of my memories of being in a church ever. Yeah. And so then the second one was that I, yeah. And then I was running into that. And you guys were picturing a baby. But no, the second memory was th- there was something about communion and like a thing with the wine or something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, it, no, God, God it, it is, matters a lot to some people. Yeah. Well, it, Brandon, especially God. No. <laughs> give a fuck about them monkey ass rituals. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the shortest weddings? Greek Orthodox is the longest. Who's the shortest wedding? I have out no of all idea. the Christian religions. I, I, I imagine that like poor, poor, poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're like, Our no. pregnant people. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> you will not be getting a meal after we say I do. So I do. Good night. <laughs> you ever go to a Greek Orthodox wedding? Those people don't give a fuck. About what? About whether you leave there with a favorable <laughs> opinion about their, oh, I should be Greek. Nope. You're not going to think that. You're going to be like, I got better things to do. That is a two hour wedding. <laughs> I don't think I have. Is that Je- like Jesse from Full House? He's the oh, yeah, yeah, it. I guess so. Yeah, yeah really, he's great. Did he have a wedding with... Uh, Greek Orthodox yeah. will put your ass on the ground. I don't know any Greek Orthodox people. Dude, there's a... You do, there's, Bill Cott. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bill Cott's Greek there's Orthodox. A, there's a part in the Greek Orthodox oh. wedding where the I thought you just cut yourself up from saying... Stare at a <laughs> statue for three minutes. Wait, what? what? Yeah. You just that stare at a... So what's cool. the statue? The bride and groom are now going to contemplate the Virgin Mary or whatever. And they just, they just look at it. <laughs> so, I said it was Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple. It would be a good statue uh, to stare at it. Silver snakes, yeah. 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 All right. Well, let, look, look. We got a lot of time to fill. Let's, right. um, <laughs> let's make it up. Like a Greek Orthodox. <laughs> it is at the same way. Is there an SNL Nick, character in Greek or Orthodox? Greek Orthodox. Greek well, Orthodox. Nick, will you, uh, will you please tell us about your new show on Adult Swim? Whoa. Oh, Brandon, thank you so much. Yeah, super Called exciting. Rick and Morty. And <laughs> kind of a, uh, no, I think what you're talking about is uh, Dream Corp LLC. Yes! Hey! What uh, the fuck? What are you, moonlighting? Oh, boy. Uh, He's moonlighting. Sometimes we let the guests talk about what they do. (laughs) I don't let anyone work on anything else. (laughs) You're about to get fired again. Uh, And and it just got canceled. Did it really just get canceled? (laughs) Check it out on Hulu, because that's the only place it is now. Uh, How much fun was that show? Was it fun at all, or was it hard? Um, It was uh, super fun. It was the best job I ever had in... Because you wrote on it as well. I wrote as, on it. Um, it's a really good. I, uh, I I feel like when I listen to podcasts and people talk about their shows, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Get to the stuff. So I just want to say, check yeah, out. Yeah, but what uh, other stuff? There's no other stuff on this show. Yeah. No, we're talking about the length of weddings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a, they want to know <laughs> which wait, is wait, the longest. Wait, was this old troop of yours? You were in the you were in the whitest guys. You know what was your thing? The window sills. What was the? That is so insulting. <laughs> it was called Good Neighbor. That was his improv troupe. You, you get, knew that, and you. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. I'm you know. trying to be fun. I know those guys. Now I'm, I'm your fun them boss. Too. I'm your fun boss. Uh, <laughs> you're my fun boss. <laughs> yeah, check out. Say Good I'm Neighbor. fun, or you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, Dream Corp was my uh, second favorite show to work on. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, uh, third, first being uh, Rick and Morty, then SNL, then uh, Dream Corp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You work with Rob Schraub. How's that? 
Uh, Rob Schraub is wonderful. We all know yeah. Rob Schraub. Yeah. Very shout, out. shout out to Rob Schraub. Yeah. <laughs> what a pleasure he is. That's good to have, it's good to have him in the Rick and Morty writer's room, isn't I it? I love it. That's I nice. It. We hate each other and it's great. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice that I walk into the writer's room and then it's just 20 minutes of me and Schraub yelling at each other. And everyone's like, what's happening? Yeah, it's a lot of that, but but it's when you're not there, when you're not there, which is most of the time, um, it's, <laughs> it's Rob and me yelling at each other. Snitch. So that's okay. No, too. you guys are getting along. I think no, that's no, cool. we get along great. No, I love Rob, but yeah, you know. like have fun, have fun with that friendship. Dang, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're giving us the space to do that. Well, yeah, good luck. <laughs> Take it around the block. Tell me what you think. <laughs> Give it twenty years. Yeah, I love Rob. I, uh, yeah, it's gonna take you places. <laughs> Yeah, I love Heather, that. have you ever been friends with Rob Schraub? Uh, <laughs> He's like the lion scooter. Do you know how to fix of... Rob Schraub's uh, fuel injector? <laughs> yeah, one time I started Rob Schraub, and there's gasoline all over the place. That really is Rob. That's... That's Brandon's impression of starting Rob Schraub as a yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, going go. to kill me. <laughs> I... I That's the full impression. <laughs> I don't think I had anything. There seems to be an inordinate amount of spiders at my house. But Whoa. we don't care about that. I mean, is that house? a topic that you have that on your? Well, I, I don't even transition. Think was, did you? <laughs> I got apologize. Did you pull That's out an alarm notes? We're just so. like spiders. I have one thing: is <laughs> coiling cable, coiling cable. That's it. Like that's the only thing I have anywhere. I, 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 well, I have one thing about you, which is that you were the featured singer in Improv Everywhere's Food Court uh, Musical. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> so I, well, like, I want to hear about that, I guess, because I saw that on Wikipedia, and I was like, oh, I remember Improv Every Anywhere. Do we play like, it? Fucking no. No, we no. don't. We don't, we don't have it. No. Uh, there was a pilot for NBC for Improv Everywhere. And oh, that's what this is. Uh, yeah. And uh, I was uh, in a bit. And for whoever it is that the choices made on my Wikipedia <laughs> of what to highlight, it baffles me. Like there's like a web series I did in like 2007 that's got like prime placement. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there we went down to a um, a mall here Uh I don't, I don't even know the name of the mall. It was not like a, it was not the Grove or the Americana or it was like a mall. Then who cares? A mall. Uh, <laughs> and I had to work as a hot dog on a stick girl for the entirety of the day. And the manager came from central management and taught me how to do the, the job. And I had an earwig in. And uh, at some point during the day, the earwig would go beep. And that was the tone, the sound of, of that was go. Oh, and wow. the note of the beeping was my key. Whoa. And they, they're just going to decide that. Yeah. Oh, so it's it D sharp this time. So it's just like <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Uh, and then I had to start singing to whoever I was serving. And then I would leap over the counter and eventually the entire food court would turn into a full musical for half of the people there. You know, one of those pranks without any... Be nobody was being pranked except right. the people doing it. Uh, <laughs> Which I would prefer to yeah. the actual, like, little, 
like, let's watch what this guy does when he thinks he's not being recorded on camera. And yeah. someone tells him that there's shit on his car. Yeah. Or like the people get into the elevator and the elevator floor drops out. Like, or, or, it's like, yeah. that's a nightmare. That's wait, wait, I want to go back to Dan's prank. Yeah. <laughs> so Thank they you. just go up to a guy and say, there's shit on your car. <laughs> I, a, I don't. I don't like prank shows. I don't. I, I, I don't like that they. It's like you have a bunch of cameras on a person that doesn't know they're on camera, and they're the mark. I. I like the least you could do is elevate that person. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't. I, I want to hear more about this show, though. I've already talked about my feelings about prank shows. That was. I mean, that was it. That was like. So I sang a song. But and how many was, takes? We did two because you had to wait until Whoa. the mall cleared. Uh, Holy shit! So, because because I mentioned so everyone shopping in the mall. Yeah, here's this event happening. Yeah, and would come and they'd be like, "What the fuck is happening?" And there were people and there dancing. Can't be and ropes like yeah. no one, is, no me, one can man. control anything. I saw y'all do that the first time. Improv everywhere. It's a trick. Hey, she gonna start singing. Everybody, <laughs> I'll take a giant coke and <laughs> right. sing to me. Yeah. Right, <laughs> that dude. You had to, how so did you they did get everybody out? They, we, it was hours. That's why Jesus. I had to know how to do the job because. I did you worked. make the lemonade? Yeah, I you know, fucking smashing the lemonade. Yeah, I did. The, I did the whole job for hours. Uh, I always wanted to work at Hot Dog on the Stick. Why? <laughs> the hats. It's off. It was They're really, so tall. There is something like really Dennis Hopper seventies like conceptual movie about that. That, yeah. that there were definitely not even arguably, but definitely more people on the payroll than there were civilians. Yes, the prank show was allowing them like improv everywhere started with the idea of like, like, Oh, well we'll set up on the street corner and there'll be Flash normal marks. people. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah per- and yeah. then, and then like, Oh, we're doing it for NBC. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, well, <laughs> everyone involved has to sign an NDA yeah. and a waiver. And then it's like, there's and probably get a job there's somewhere eight else. people. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, and you're churning butter yeah. and like packing, <laughs> like, like, like you're doing actual work and yeah. you're waiting for, that's amazing to me. It's it, funny. Well, if you like the improv everywhere stuff started, like it was like that grand central station stuff where they would like all freeze at the same time. The fucking pressure though. What if you're, what was your song? <laughs> wait, was it, was the song written? Yeah. The song was written. Uh, and I, j- it was acapella for the first, like two, three measures or so something. And, but the it. important thing no. to the show, <laughs> the important thing to the show was that the customer was a genuine yep. person. Yeah. And there was, we did it. So if they started screaming the N word at you, like if they were like, I'll take a diet Coke and you're like, I have a feeling. And they're like, N word, N word, N word, <laughs> because they're from 4chan and they're like, let's culture jam. Like, and then it was just like, all right, the day is shot. Well, the, yeah, that, yeah, we would have reset and waited because there was, there were three attempts, but only two takes. And the, th- one of the attempts, the uh, woman was on her cell phone when she ordered and her hand just started shaking and she wouldn't look up from her phone. Because <laughs> she knew. Because she thought she was going, I think she oh thought she God. was going crazy. Jesus Christ, you could have driven someone insane. Like she just. Holy shit. Stared at her phone. Oh my God. As I'm the, like singing right here with a big smile. The <laughs> subtle feeling that everyone is watching you yeah. is absolutely <laughs> symptomatic of like fucking, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God, so, you could have driven someone to snap. So we we, we didn't use that. Uh, we bailed. <laughs> Like I don't you, you know, like use that snuff film. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. if if shit had gone wrong, mm-hmm. are you telling me you guys didn't get a safety? 
That was a PA going up and going, I'll have a hot dog. Oh, what's happening? No. I've been Just while on, you're there. I've been on other <laughs> prank shows where we have, uh, or I wrote for a kid's show where they, they used a couple plans. Name it. Uh, incredible. It's cancel culture. Oh, yeah. Can't. The sh- that's a that's great the name show. for cancel culture. Show. Great, no, cancel this Just, show. Um, Super sloppy double dare. You're finished. What, Damn, huh? That's cold. Oh no, no. What's the what's the thing? Oh, that it was you called were in- the- Incredible Crew, and uh, they done. Had, it's over. It, it, no, but redone. <laughs> <laughs> and there were a couple plants because there were a couple times where they couldn't get a reaction out of a regular person. Uh, but to, to what? what? What kind of reactions were they? Well, it was a kid show. I mean, like, <laughs> so it was like, I'm fuck. picking your nose while making your smoothie. I, mean, I got your nose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, it, it, was a li- it, was, it was a little more elevated than that, but yes. I'm picking my butt while making your smoothie. Well, there was like a bit where, like, there was a, a girl with a dog <laughs> in a cat, in a, like, a carrier. A carrier oh, and, saying, the, and there was a dog in a cat carrier. Eh? Yeah. Whoa. Which Surprise. Would be fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Not built for that. Boy, had a boy. But the carrier was, like, going crazy, and, like, people didn't care. Like, they were just like, yeah, that's a, like, who cares about that person's dog? Uh, so you had to have somebody go up and be like, oh no, which would cue other people to be like, huh? huh? Uh, oh, I've talked about this way too much, but my favorite prank show, the only one that ever made me feel good to watch was the Alan Funt Playboy Channel prank show that he did like, I don't know, 12 episodes of. And it was like, I'm Alan Funt and I do, I'm famous for Candid Camera. <laughs> but I'm doing this Playboy show. And so like it was like the budget was $500. So it was basically just like any guy who answered an ad that was like, you can work today for this amount of money, which is like more money than he was ever going to get. He, they, they tell him your job is to sit at this desk in this identical, ridiculous, shitty, sparse office building room. And uh, if anything happens, just give me a call. And and the guy <laughs> like... like they just, all they did was just 12 episodes of guys sitting in an office and then naked women would come in. Or women that would come in <laughs> fully clothed and then when they heard they had to wait, they would get naked. Or like guys that were like magicians, they would generate a, a naked woman. But it was just like 12 variations on a naked lady and the guy reacting. But the guy was never the mark. The guy would always be like, because the think phone you, would I think ring. you were the mark in that show. <laughs> I, I fucking loved it. Because like, and I, before I realized, as an adult, I realized, oh, fuck. You know what ruins this show for me is I just realized like it's probably not Alan Funt's voice that's actually talking to them because why wouldn't he, if he was available, why wouldn't he have been part of the show as a 15 year old who was busy jerking off to all the other playboy channel content? I, 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 I was like not thinking about it, but I was like, this is a, this is a good prank show because Alan Funt was basically calling these guys on the phone and going, Hey, how's it going over there? And then the guy would go, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a naked lady. And, and what? There's a naked lady. What the fuck are you talking about? Why is she naked? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like that. Well, ask her. Hilarious. Uh, he wants to know why are you naked? Like, like and, and it's like, yeah, because I'm the best booby dooby in the whoopy. Uh, she, she said, hey, what? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. What? What's your name? Uh, Mario. Uh, Mario. What in the fuck is going on over there? It was. It was 
fucking fantastic. I like that this show was just your refractory period between jerking off. <laughs> That's what it was. He would just be exhausted yes. laying out. Ne- ne- next up I had is... too weak to change the channel. What else is up? Uh, okay, yeah. this is a good transition. Yeah, they should have called that channel the only unscrambled one. It was... Uh, next up is another girl four years older than you, even though you're... yeah. Uh, I, 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 anyways, so what, uh, oh gosh, what's it like to be a lesbian? Uh, go, go, go in any order. Uh, I imagine it's great. Uh, it would be the best. Everyone, you know, women are understanding and accepting and, and goddamn, uh, if I can only be one. That was really beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. I'm sure great. you have a different opinion. Oh, uh, it's the it's it's great. <laughs> um, well, no, I'll I, tell you how it really is. Okay, <laughs> please, please. I think oh. it's like a Millennium Falcon. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm in. No, I'm in. Uh, go go uh, ahead. I so didn't know you'd I, have a real answer. No, what? Who me? Uh, do, wait, was that a, no, not a real question? Uh, no, I, 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 oh God! Like, please answer it for okay, God's sake! It's I great. love it. It's I great. love it. If it's you answer it, great. it's great. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I love uh, it. I, love I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't participate in lesbian culture. I'm, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't identify. I mean, I'm I'm a gay woman who doesn't identify as a gay woman. I don't know what that it's means. probably impossible to identify as what what anything, right? Because, yeah. Like, but but but. I, I like talk about the relationship with performer status as long as we're there. Like, oh. like, like, cause it's like, there's a part of you. We had this conversation years ago, mm-hmm. but it's like, like you weren't not out, but you hadn't come out. Yeah. So, uh, for a long time I was out to, you know, anybody who I, I knew, uh, but then I was not out like on social media or anything because I didn't want it to be, my, brand. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be a gay writer. I don't want to be a gay comedian or like I'd be a loser comedian. <laughs> that that works for me, but like I don't it's I don't think about it at all and I don't have any pride right. in it at all. Like I don't feel like I did anything. So. Sarah Silverman said the same thing about like well and this was like a million years ago, she said the same about thing about Judaism? being about being Jewish. Yeah, really. And it was like, and that's important. I, I interject that in case anyone's fur bristles because we're like living in this age of like fucking own it or like whatever. Are you at war with this or at war with that? But like Sarah's never, she's not hiding from her Judaism. But at the same time, I I remember her saying back then, it's like. Oh, I try to like, like, I just try to like cushion this distance. Like, you don't want to like, like, am I the Jewish this? Am I the Jewish that? Mm-hmm. Or am I, am I just all of this other stuff? And on top of that, I'm Jewish. Yeah, I think that there's a new, you know, obviously there's a new school of thought where like identity is like all of the pride that you take in your gender slash sexual identity slash personal identity. All those things are like important. Because then you are also demonstrating a confidence to younger generations and and providing that I don't feel like I owe those people anything. So I don't <laughs> well, want to do So what was the because you came out? Yeah, a I, year ago. So I came out a year ago uh, in large part because I felt like hiding my relationship with my girlfriend was denying that I was in a relationship with my girlfriend. Uh, like I would talk about literally everything else. Like I talked about like going to the fucking hospital or like, you know, 
anything. Uh, but I wouldn't, I didn't ever talk about my relationships online. Uh, and it sort of came to a place where I was like, this is weird. Like it's, it's actively weird. It's weird now. that you can't do what other comics do, which is involve their life and their work. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I was like, well, I guess for coming out day, I'll come out. And that was that. And then now I'm out and it's a nightmare. Because yeah. you wanted <laughs> It's a nightmare it's because. A yeah. It's a nightmare. It's an no, awful why? nightmare. <laughs> I, uh, you don't have to answer. No, I mean, no, I ha- um, no, it's fine. Nothing changed. Nothing matters. Is that why it's a nightmare? <laughs> uh, no, no. I, d- mm. so I, I don't like this line of questioning. Yeah, either. man, I don't know, man. Like it's. it's all right. Funny. Well, I didn't. Cause it? Yes, I did. I asked it, but no. But no, I, nothing's changed. It's the same. Yeah. And you expect there to be a transformation at the end of that journey, and there isn't one. <laughs> no, I mean I don't. I think you're using the royal you. Oh. I see all people as a beam of light. Oh. Whoa. Um, Is that true? That's gotta be yeah. crazy. I can't. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Have you worked with Jeff? Have you guys ever been on the same stage at Who's Line? Jeff Davis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we weren't at, at Whose Line, but we did a show called uh, Drew Carey's Improvaganza okay. together. Uh, and you just keep, it seems like you miss each other just coincidentally. Right? We, on Whose Line? Uh-huh. No, that's because there's only four chairs. So okay. three chairs are permanent and the fourth chair is rotating. Okay. Uh, so we can't ever be on the same episode. Excellent. Um, and <laughs> there could, yeah. More importantly, you were on screen with Jeff Davis when you, me, and he won an Emmy for Chris Hardwick. Whoa. Yes, that's true. We gave them their Emmy winning episode. Yeah, of course we did. All right. Well, it was done. excellent. I'm we done. did a I'm great, done. it was that's a amazing. great fucking Congrats. episode. Okay. It won an Emmy. That's fine. No, I wasn't fishing for it. Actually, the pause you took before you clapped, <laughs> it makes your clap it's fruit of the poison tree. I, I think their pause was like, what the fuck are they talking about? What's happening? What what are we supporting with this applause? Well then right. don't then don't applaud. If you if you if you if you don't applaud spontaneously, don't applaud at all. Whoa. Don't do I don't want your favorite applause. I don't know if that's true. Well at the at the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's goddamn professional, y'all. The goddamn pro. Oh, God. This is one of those episodes I don't listen back to, but. Uh, this was good. Oh. That doesn't mean anything. Um, goddamn. Well, all right, all right, all right. Give us the fucking dirt on Jordan Peele. Does he even show up around there at uh, Twilight Zone? Yeah. Uh, he comes in and he goes, you know what? I think it should, this time should be less Twilight. I wonder what that's like. Come on! <laughs> don't you're gonna foment like yeah? You know what? I don't like Rick and Morty anymore. All right, hey, go. Whoa. <laughs> I don't want to. Say, it's he's a, like, hey, what, what hey, is a Rick? No, he goes continue to be the same person. He gets in a spaceship. He he's got his kid, hey. his grandkid with him. Whatever. They go and do some flubity. Are dibs. we sure this isn't the last episode of the show? <laughs> All right. Jordan Peele shows up less than I do for sure. Uh, no, he's running the room. He's there every day. No. Uh, <laughs> he's there every day. Yeah. He's he's there every every he's there he's there every day. But uh, if he was just there on Monday, it would still be true. Uh-huh. What? No, wait, no, uh-huh. he's there every every time we're in the room, he's there. That's the truth. Does he have a world book for Twilight Zone? What? I, I think thought in his movies he made like extensive world books. 
Oh, like a like a encyclopedia of the world of his episode? Like a big Bible. Well, like yeah, like a show Bible that helps kind of like direct ideas in the show. Uh no? That's no, fine. No. Wait, okay. I'm hung up on this thing. Are you for for real, no irony, nothing? Like Jordan Peele is for real in, <laughs> in, in, in the Twilight Zone writer's room every single Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? He's, what? he's really job? there every time. Yeah. He's just hanging out. We're obviously working. You yeah, wouldn't want to hang out. He's there. running That's the room. Right. It's great. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. What's it yeah. like? I um, mean, keep peeled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at a certain <laughs> point, don't you want these dicks to chase their tails for a while? He he uh he he uh, we he, he supports he was you, not, he gives you he was, guidance. <laughs> <laughs> Does he encourage you? Sure, he sure sometimes he'll tell you you've done wrong, but that's you can't okay. look, he they're was, not staffing. It's, uh, <laughs> you never know. I tried to get her on Rick and Morty. You can't. You're not migrating over there. Uh, you know what? what? They got it. You know what, Dan? They got it easy over there writing horror. <laughs> what? Yeah, you heard us. Say it, <laughs> Say it Dan. Well, that is my next question. You tell so him, Dan. What? Yeah, <laughs> easy peasy. You, Boom. You, yeah. <laughs> That wasn't was funny, but everybody still laughed. <laughs> Worse. Horror schmore. Comedy, comedy, comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm creating this weird rift. I, yeah, I, I'm, too dry. I'm seeing triple of everything. Whoa. Um, well, there are three people. You, uh, <laughs> you, you, you've, uh, you've been in comedy writer's rooms, sketch writer's rooms. So, like, for real, like, in a post-Black Mirror world, mm. like, mm. this Twilight Zone thing happens. Like, what, is there any insight you can give us to, like, what the difficulty is when you're in a writer's room working on Twilight Zone? I can so, give some insight into writing on <laughs> Marty if you needed time to think about it. Yeah, no, go <laughs> no, ahead. No, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. Tell what, tell, well, please no, tell. Go, go ahead. It wouldn't have been funny if I followed do it, your do answer. It, do I just, it. Do my, it. Do it. Say it right now. Say what you want to say. interrupting was this what I wanted to say. That was it. Say the thing that you want to say. you want to say something. What I want to say So I want to know what it is because you had like a big interruption. Because there's something there that you want to make a point about. I really want to hear what you want to say. Whatever it is. <laughs> so the the I can't I don't know what I can the NDA for that show is fuck that fucking thick uh, it can't be that what don't talk about anything big deal right that's beatable I can beat that in court I'll take the heat Dan's got no, lawyers do not <laughs> do not let him you take tell you. JC I said yeah. it's okay to talk about everything. Uh, the first season was different than the second season. Jordan's there all the time. Yes. Uh, and it's, fu- it's, gr- I mean, it's fucking great. It's great. I, yeah. Look, it's all of my sketch and comedy ideas were Twilight Zone ideas previous <laughs> to being on the Twilight Zone. They were always nightmares for whoever was in the thing. Like, they're not, they're, they're not. Fun. They're not fun. The things that I wrote <laughs> as comedy were horrible nightmares, and now I just don't have to put in the laugh bits. It's great. Yeah, I know. It would have been nice to have you on staff. I would. I mean, I'm hoping someday. Well, yeah, because I, I would just, really. Yeah. I, I, that was so cool. You're hoping. You're hoping, but you'll no, like the I'm, Twilight Zone yeah. train just keeps chugging and chugging. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm yeah. just really. I know but who keep going conducts the train? <laughs> See, that's pretty good for horror stuff, right? A train that there's no conductor Whoa, yeah. on. That would work. Tell Jordan about that. <laughs> Tell him that was my idea. You can't. Tell I can't. That was not my idea. in front of me. 
I thought they're not hiring. I thought you said. But you go there and it's just a conductor hat. They pulled up and it's a skeleton. I thought you said that'd be fun, right? That'd be a fun episode. That'd be good. I thought you said who can touch the train. But who can touch the train? We collaborate on one. That's ours. That's ours. That's hilarious. That's ours. It's a train that can't be touched. How do you get on? When Jordan comes into the writers' room, is he like? He's like. He he comes in at like eleven thirty, right? And no, he, he and, and he's really early. And he's like, God damn, I finally figured out how to Instagram my I workout. I think it's crazy that you think eleven thirty is an early time to come into an office. <laughs> I don't think he thinks it is early. I think he thinks it's fine. He's he wants to know it's a fine time. All right, let's move on. Fine. I just I just honestly you don't really do it to day, yourself. Every yeah. day Jordan Peele he's, goes into Twilight. Every day you that are we doing have it to yourself. Room, he's there. <laughs> get out of that hole. <laughs> I mean, you know, he wrote Key Appeal and Get Out in the same time frame. Can I? Dude, can I? A monster. Yeah. Since, since you have his ear. Mm-hmm. Can you can I can I pitch? Oh, that's a good episode. Who I've got Jordan? Yeah, yeah. Can, 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 that'd be fun. Right? Can you pitch Ooh. Jordan Peele? I gotta Where's get on the ghost ear? train. I'm Ooh, it's right here. No, that's not. That a, this is my what, pitch for a Twilight Zone. Imagine being a showrunner that goes in at 10 a.m. every day. <laughs> Guys, first off, he was on your show. He's on Rick and Morty. Like yeah. you can talk to him. Well, yeah, I, but he didn't make the Twilight Zone yet. Oh, fair. He was playing a testicle head. <laughs> but I didn't have a chance to talk to him about. It. I didn't get a chance to say to him like, if you like make if you if you're allowed to not, are you gonna show up in the writers' room uh -huh. on a drama? Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's like a he, anthological yeah. drama. Damn. Is Why is this mind blowing <laughs> to you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, incredible. Also, didn't show up for the record when Jordan Peele stopped by, bruh? Whoa. That's true. <laughs> God damn. I don't direct what actors well. What does it well. take? <laughs> you wouldn't have had to direct. You this isn't what this podcast there. is supposed to be about. <laughs> Rutherford, where are you going? I'm just like, look. look. Here, I want to mic this. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, delicious ice. A ghost is pouring themselves a drink. Whoa. That'd, be a good that'd be a good episode. And ghost alcoholic. I don't know. That was the thing that broke my heart, Heather, by the way. And oh. I know, I don't, I, like, wait, 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 we were talking is that you, I mean, you, like me, you're like, hey, let's drink. And then, like, just by virtue of this garbage thing that you would think just shoots through your life and either leaves mm. you living or dead and mm. neither case and, and then it's like but for the you mm. you're not allowed to really drink yes as much i was anymore. a i was a heavy uh an enthusiastic drinker uh previous uh actually a few years ago I, I i um i took up boxing and i was boxing so much that it was harder for me to drink so there was a nice um uh gradient between like the years where i was like this is the thing that i love more than anything, and then not being able to drink really anymore. Uh, and so it was a bummer that when we finally got to sit down and have a drink, I was like, yeah, I get to have a, a beer. Yeah. And that's it. And then I'm like, yeah, you complained about it the whole time. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell no, I'm me. Just give it to me straight. Oh. No, I'm totally oh, okay. kidding. <laughs> okay. I thought, God damn it. I'm like, that's that's how I'm going out. I'm like, wait, what did I do? What did no, I do? No, 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 no. You were you were you you no, you were very kind and understanding <laughs> of the fact that I wanted to drink and couldn't drink. 
Um, but you know, there's a ghost boxer. What the fuck? <laughs> but you know what's funny I, 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 like, I, about our, our our sitting down was this isn't funny to us, but like I I want people listening to hear this because I I, I kind of it was like. I did like in short order, you and I were talking about your diagnosis and your experience and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you're coming from this Han Solo position and you're like, you're, you're the protagonist and the story about this shit. And then there was a, there was a precise point when you're like, I don't want to be that person. And I don't want people to be like contacting me and hanging out with me and treating me different because of this thing. And I was like, well, what? I, I think, I think I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. No. And, but at the same time, it's like, that's not deserved at all. Like I, I, I don't, I don't, there's nothing to do with that. And then it, and it made me want to like run out in the street and stop traffic and go treat every single person you've ever known the way you would treat them if you just found out on Instagram that they had breast cancer and like beat it like like and it's it's such a corn dog thing no question but take it <laughs> you know whenever you i you went through grief yeah. you're 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 basically breaking down the grief that you went through and it's okay to like be as sad as you were about your friend's diagnosis like that's completely legit thank you brandon yeah. i've been through a there's lot there's no you know honestly there is this thing and we we uh you, i know it's almost like you had been through a surgery or something <laughs> they were all here for dan tonight right. for going through that <laughs> And coming it out, is, uh, I knew you were a good audience. You just needed to be warmed up over two hours. What the fuck? Did you get here by bus? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we made it this far. I don't need you. You can boo for the rest of the night. I'll no, still don't, finish don't the do show. It. Anyways, Heather, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Uh, I was going to say that uh, what was really... What was really wild about that feeling and then also the, the, the end of cancer is that like, so my first, I, I got to see exactly how long people will mourn me when <laughs> I die because my first show back sold out. People were you know, brought signs and they were like, ah, like standing ovation. Oh and then over the course of the next few months, Oh my God. The audiences went back to <laughs> just a few people. And I was like, that's exactly the arc of when people find out that I'm dead and then when they won't care anymore. <laughs> is it's like exactly five months. Yeah. And that's, that's that's great. This is why you chose this show to announce your next cancer. <laughs> Uh, tell me where you're gonna be. <laughs> That's a healthy number. Five months feels right. Yeah, we was, it was. I mean, it, but it, it's funny because like I'm. I'm thinking about the friends we've lost. We live in a yeah. vocation that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. I, I, like like well, they're famous, so they they yeah. like and it, 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 I'm I'm like going. Oh yeah, that's the nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the going from this to oblivion. Mm. It's the actual thought, maybe of oh. Like, like, oh, Jesus. But why does that matter? That doesn't yeah. matter. Does it not? I mean, it, well, you won't be there for it, but it, I guess it's the, yeah. Well, it's, it's all, there's a, I feel like if you, if you are an atheist and you feel like nothing happens after you're dead, then there's some comfort in knowing that like the memory of you lives on, yeah. but it really bums you out when you're like, even then my best friends. <laughs> I feel that when I think about my death as a visible person, mm -hmm. this is the one thought I have is I feel advanced, um, uh, animosity towards the public because I know that it doesn't matter how I die. I could get hit by a Ferrari. I could. 
I, a, a, a safe can Baller. fall on me from a, from a skyscraper, <laughs> I will probably die of prostate cancer or a heart attack or a stroke or a God damn it, our fucking bodies are designed to fail and mine will fail. But because of the life that I've led, because of the, because I've been visible, um, my, my death will be marked mostly by conversations about addiction. <laughs> like people will say, it won't matter if I just like my pancreas just failed. People will go, you know, if you need to talk to somebody about your <laughs> love of chocolate, like, like, like they'll just like, like talk about addiction. They'll talk about alcoholism. Yeah. It won't matter if my lungs failed or, yeah. and I'm like, like, come on, fuck off. You could be an Olympic athlete and you're get lung cancer and yeah. fucking dicks. But People want, like, they'll, that's what I fear. That about my legacy. Uh, I feel, I, I don't want people to, like, say after yeah. I died, he should have combed his hair. That's, because that, like, it's like, Jesus Christ, I thought I beat this You shit. won't be here for it. Yeah. I know, but I fucking hate, that's the one thing I hate. It's that five month, I'm like, I'm like fuck you, fucking cunt. So you don't, you, you feel. Like, so I, should, I didn't comb my hair. Fuck you, fuck you. Like, you I want, I want to be like, fuck you. But you're. <laughs> As your you biggest leave. feeling about it is that you don't have control over, over the narrative my image. after your death. Yes. Like, well, wait a minute. What are we talking about? Like, what's your biggest fear? Do you have, you're going to, yeah, I mean, you can high road me. You're I mean, allowed my, to. My, my, my biggest fear is the, is the end. It's that, it's that, it's that. You're trans- an atheist. Yeah, but that transition moment, the one the, molecule yeah, of time yeah, where it's like, I'm yeah, here and I'm not. Yeah, that scares me too. Yeah, However, TMZ. <laughs> no <worries>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that molecule was like a little guy. Oh God! A little guy named Marky, and Marky was like, "I'm here to help you across the threshold." That'd be a good. Yeah, episode. That, that'd yeah. be a good episode. Why don't, we walk, why don't we walk through it? Where are we going with it? Uh, <laughs> like, break it out for me just a little. Get me in the room with Jordan. <laughs> I swear to God, if you get me in the room with Big Old Jay, I will figure it yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't really think? Do you ever think about your obituary? Oh, oh no! And how, uh, <laughs> how is that off limits? We try it's so- not. I just try. I do just try, <laughs> but I have at it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, God damn it! Don't like, like, uh, like, like, like. Uh, you can write yours. Write yours. Write your obituary. Well, you know, what? I can. Run I can write it with a steamable axe. Huh? What? I can go work no, you in the can soup write kitchen it. for a while. Right. And then my obituary will say. Dan Harmon did this, this, and that. And he was famous for this and that. For the last 10 years of his life, he worked in a soup kitchen. It's not going to say that. <laughs> it won't say that. It'll like, say, like, clickety, 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 clack, clack, clack. Right. Well, it, the, the thing that was interesting about him. And the comment section will say, anyone who needs to talk about being a big, fat piece of shit, <laughs> call this number. Come back. This is how he died. It's Come not back. cool. You can talk to someone if you're a big, fat fuck. <laughs> Like, it's okay. Like, don't fucking die. Just call me. <laughs> like, wait, I'm allowed to just live and then die. That's my fear. You're, I don't want to be a fucking cautionary tale. I had fun. You're going to get to be in the montage, probably. Of Bro- what? I just thought about that. Yeah, you're going to get to be in the montage. I just, I, 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 I was talking to Jeff Davis about that. Yeah. 
And what? I just <laughs> realized that, that I'm basically like guaranteed a fucking Emmy memoriam. Yeah, you get to be hey, in memoriam. It's good. Hey. I'm like, I, I, it's fucking, like, I, it's yeah. fucking it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends. Critics' That's choice. All, it no, depends. it depends on nothing. It depends, it depends on nothing. Uh, nothing. Critics' it choice. No, I want an Emmy. If somebody is famouser, if there's no, like a bus crash. No, no crash. one's famouser when you die. You, when you die, you get the Emmy of death. <laughs> I mean, if it's a busload of like on. Harlem Globetrotters, twelve and I killed at one time. I'm telling you, I'm not, not going to win any popularity contest for saying this, but I look forward to the fact there's going to be a slight swell in applause, even yeah. though everyone knows it's crass. It's gonna. I'm going to be between uh, Spuds McGinty, the grip who worked on Bonanza, and then like uh, the. Frazier, Frazier's script supervisor. Script. Oh, and, and like, but during mine, you're going to play it Eddie. back on your hologram and it's going to go, the applause is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? I was, I was better. <laughs> and my death is more important. Wait, have it's you more applaudable. Have you thought about, have you thought about that it'll probably be a clip of Rick Sanchez going like, Damn it, Morty! Uh, it's like it, you just have your name under it, and it won't even be your voice. Uh, it's either that or me fucking a baby. It, like it won't. Oh no! I don't no, think that, that, that was non-union. That was non-union. No, a fake Th- baby. That, that got a spirit award. <laughs> yeah. It was independent for yeah. sure. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I don't know. It'll just be a, it'll be my headshot from high school or whatever. It'll be like me. I don't think it you will. You gotta send them that headshot now, man. <laughs> it'll be like a photo of me. Like yeah, going in high like, school. That's not what they do. It'll right, be a, that's what they do. Like, not your, they, it's, it's not your bachelor photo. party. <laughs> like let's find a goofy picture of this guy who just died. What do you what, what photos of these show? Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be a, you looking at a strip of film or something. Yeah, it's gonna be you. I'm not looking at film. I'm not gonna look or, at film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, it'll be black and white. <laughs> yeah. Why would I look focus? at film? That, they mock it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, if someone invites me to look fake. at film, I'm gonna know that I'm gonna die. I'm not doing it. It's like it's like that's a bigger demarcator of death than Christianity. No, no, yeah. The praying. So, uh, we want you to come in and look at a roll of yeah. film. Like uh, Shelley Duvall's just acting on it. Like, uh, what's all this smoke here for? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that? Why do you have to put a sheet over you uh, when you take the photo? Yeah, hold still for fifteen. No, minutes. no, we're not. We're not gonna put your face on the side <laughs> of a, a fucking studio at Sony. Uh, yeah, you're. Maybe dead. it's just a clip of a crying Abed. Yeah. Oh, got you, motherfuckers! Hell yeah! It's interesting to think about fame. Do you guys? Do you? Do you? Brandon, what are your thoughts about fame? (laughs) It's useful. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's the best goddamn thing created. Can you imagine? You're stuck on a planet, right? You're stuck here, but you, you, you fucking famous. (laughs) That is a wonderful thing. Spencer, what's your relationship with fame? I think it's useful. Yeah, I don't. It's like we live in the social world. And so fame is like social capital you could leverage. It's great. I mean, it's obviously a two two headed sword, but I don't know. I I, I like it. I get recognized. uh, Today I was walking and some guy was like literally a block and a half. And I heard behind me dungeon master. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm not going to turn around, but that's cool. (laughs) And then you saw a woman. You you got to go to Best Buy. Sorry, like, you, you gotta go to Best Buy. Go to Best Buy. Oh yeah. Like I, I'm telling you, like every single person at Best Buy, 
every employee, every customer. Just go, like if you want to fucking boost. To me, every employee won't look to see if something's in the back. No, that's the thing. Is like at first, people are. Just, it just seems like the system's working because you're like, well, I need a USB C cable to a thing, and the person just seems like they're they're like, oh, well, let me help you with that, and it just seems like you're living in like <laughs> heaven. Because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're willing to help. And then after a while, they check you out. And they're like, by the way, uh, Are you just talking I'm a big about fan. a store? <laughs> yeah, Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling Spencer to go to Best Buy before. Nick's famous like, on like, two coasts. I went to the comic book store and that happened. They're like, by the way, I love Harmon Quest. I'm like, hell yeah, this fucking guy. It feels great, This is man. my element, the comic book store. <laughs> Isn't it great? Because like, 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 the thing is, like, you're not famous for punching a old lady. That would be fucking great. <laughs> Holy shit. You're famous for nerdy shit. Yeah. And so like the people that recognize you, you're like, it's done. True it's over. But the yeah. prestige like, like, like of the old lady punches. And they come up and they go like, oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, could you you mind if I like, yeah, come on, bring it, brother. You're keeping me alive. <laughs> like, give me, give me. He's like, soak me in it. It's great. Yeah. I, like, it's great. It's fleeting and it's great. It's all going to be over soon. Do you get recognized? <laughs> It'll be Do over Do people soon. run up to you and go, Heather Ann Campbell? Yeah, sometimes. You hate it? No. What, I, I don't. I had a conversation with a friend who was like his ideal level of fame was NBA superstar. Like Whoa. he was like, I want to, I want to not be able to leave my house. And I was like, that sounds like hell to me. That sounds yeah, like hell. He's yeah. describing the actual part of it. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I want to not be able to leave my house. He was, he was like, I, I want, I want, I want, if I go to a restaurant, I want to be so famous that they have to like put me in a section and they put curtains up. And I was like, that's, that's I, lo- I love this guy for his, Honestly, yes, no, that was his. That's his ideal level of fame, and my ideal level of fame is exactly where I am right now. <laughs> uh, which is like once in a while at a coffee shop, they'll be like, yeah. Hey, I really like the thing, and then that's I'll so be like, cool. Oh, thanks, so wow. Cool. But yeah. I, but like most of the time, I can go to a bar or a restaurant with a book, and nobody talks to me, and that's wonderful. Go to Home Depot, no one's gonna tell you how to right. find buy anything, buy a sword or whatever the well, fuck they sell there. Like, but it's like I, I, people are like, like they go like, or they go like, they they, they go like. By the way, do you get recognized at Home Depot? No, oh, yeah. no, God, no, oh. no. Okay, that's great. the thing. Like, yeah, that's, that's why perfect. I just haunt no, Best a, Buy. There's a craftsman. Any place that sells things. anything sharp, I no one will recognize. Are you me. saying that that craftsmen don't appreciate stories? Nope, they don't. Okay. They they're, don't get them. They're creating their own. <laughs> I, I, I There's no instructions. Them. They're building the stories. How about Whoa. you? Do you get recognized? Uh, I, occasionally. But I, 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 it's, you know, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I like it. I had the, I had, I was having, <laughs> I feel like this is intro weird and now it's going to be weird. Yeah. I had, I had lunch with an ex-girlfriend who was just like we should catch up, and we were having we were having lunch, and uh, somebody came up and was like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah, that's what you oh, want." Oh, I want your girl. <laughs> what? No, he was like, uh, "Oh, hey, uh, I like you, I like what you do," and I never do this because I'm so I love it. I love when people say hi because it doesn't happen much, so I never do this. But he was very, I, I had I felt like I had the opportunity to do it, and I was just like. I'm having lunch with my friend right now. 
And then he was like, oh, of course. I wasn't a dick, but I was just like, oh, hey, like, I appreciate it, but right now I'm trying to, you know, have lunch with a friend. Oh and he walked God. away. And uh, I, that's I a was, Tumblr essay. No, I, I, the way I said it, and uh, he, he, didn't, I, he didn't survive. <laughs> Why you do that? What? Why you no, do it's okay. That? <laughs> it's a story. What? It's a story. So you did that. No, I was just like, oh, thank you, thank you. And then he kept going, and then I was like, oh, you know, I'm having right. lunch with a friend. And that felt good because I would never, even with my current girlfriend, I'd never do that. I would just be like, have a seat. <laughs> because I love it. I love fame. Uh, but it felt good to rub it into an ex-girlfriend's face. That felt yeah. Really good. That's what you want. Yeah, that's what you want. But yeah. now she knows because she, if she listens to this, she'll know. But that was your... She doesn't listen. Well, she might. But she's also an ex of like 15 years ago. So oh. it doesn't really Okay. Matter. I have a running joke where I text my fiance every time someone uh, recognizes me in public. And okay. I, I'll text her about it. And I, it's, I don't know what the joke is. I really don't know what it is. You, what do you text? I text her as if I'm, well, <laughs> I'm just tallying it. Oh, that's so like, I'll just go uh, three recognitions, uh, <laughs> Venice, Venice promenade. Like, I, 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 I give it like hard stats. Like I'm trying to like corner up. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so a joke. Like, I think that's a problem. <laughs> I don't know what my joke is. Like it's, I, I, I wonder sometimes. Like, am I is my bit like not inviting her to have? Because like, because sometimes I'm kind of resentful of people who are like, well, what's your bit? What's my role in it? Like, I don't really know what her role in it's supposed to be. Hmm. It's like when a bird, like, collects colorful rocks and feathers to adorn the nest. <laughs> it's like, don't you like this one? I'll put that there. Yeah, but th that bird doesn't usually do it next to their current bird mate. No, but that's, you're showing it to them. You're like, huh? This is good. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. Got this I whole nest of this. Funny. I just think it's funny. I, I, it's like part of the humor, though, is that I can't talk to her about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just keep on, like, every time someone recognizes me, I text Cody. And I'll, I'll take a photo with the person, and I'll text Blurs. it to Cody, and I'll go, like, hey, uh, Kmart, electronic section, like, guy's a big fan. And I, I don't, I don't know, I, but she, and she's always like, she's like, she doesn't, she's nailing it. Man, and she posts it to Instagram. Yeah. I mean, she, yes. she does post them. These illustrious <laughs> stories you're visiting. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. No, okay. they're good. Well, no, it's getting to that point Best in the show. Uh, it says airplane mode enabled Apple watch. <laughs> that could be access. good. Yeah. I mean, what, someone's what, hacking. Whether you like it or not, it's time to stop doing the show. No! And, and, and uh, don't forget, uh, we're going to stop doing it entirely in uh, December. So uh, for anyone who doesn't like this, <laughs> I know Boo. you're booing the stopping of the show, which is the equivalent of what you should have done tonight, which, which is, is applaud. applaud the presence of the show. <laughs> but you couldn't. Well, that's, that's not bad applause. I'm not going to... That's I accept that. Woo! You guys, congrats. You know I love you. Let's not engage in an unhealthy relationship. We're gonna have a finite, like we're and therefore a loving one. Like, we're gonna do a countdown. We're gonna yeah. do a countdown to get down It'll December like, town, Harmon town. December's a million months Advent away. Count. December twenty twenty two. That's the end of it. All. <laughs> My big goal, my you big heard dream it here. guest. I want to have Jerry Springer on the show. Two years prior. Fuck yeah. The, the mayor of Cleveland? Who do you want to be your last five guests? Jerry Springer. Okay. I'll throw Norm, a chair at his ass. Norm MacDonald. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Who? Boo. Jordan Peterson. Fuck no. no. You know I, 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 and it's not not because of like whatever. I just don't want to. The yeah. first Joe, Joe Joe Rogan though. Joe yeah. Rogan. I yeah, think. Yeah, great. Adam Carolla. Yeah. I, I, can I get? Can I name four more white guys? Um, Joe uh, Biden and and Joe Maya Biden. Angelou. And Viola oh. Davis. Viola Davis. <laughs> you should get Elizabeth Warren on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's the like like like, like Cody keeps telling me um god damn it. well whatever. Marianne Wilson. Williamson. I don't know. She, there's some there's some oh, right. person that she she keeps like like, like uh, Cody like well, he, right. he, we're all try. guessing. I we don't know. We'll find out next week. Hmm. Marie Kondo though. I have a few words for her. <laughs> Whoa. Because I'm like, understand him. I keep I keep trying to uh, apply her things, and then I'm like, I just what what if Marie Kondo's next book was like, oh shit, wait, because uh, <laughs> she keeps telling you to throw everything away, people. Yeah, she no, don't have my it. shit, B. She don't have my <laughs> shit. That's anybody who preaches that gospel don't have you know nice shit. Well, there's different. I think there's different you think attachments that Marie Kondo's thing is that she just doesn't have good stuff? Yeah, you go around. <laughs> so like, she's like, throw it all away! Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she doesn't like her own stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's all That's like... That's the oh. thing, like, one of her books is like, oh shit, I fo- wait, right. wait, where's that Where's that DVD of Debbie Does Dallas 3? And, <laughs> and then she's like, people, wait, stop, don't! Like you don't have, throw anything yeah. away! Her second have, book is, buy all that shit back! <laughs> <laughs> You you, 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 <laughs> did you throw my book away? It shouldn't spark joy. Stop, stop, stop. No, but I like her no. philosophy. Yeah. You were right. I'm no, right. I, I want to throw everything away. I've learned that I moved from my old house to my new house, and I don't want to encourage robbers right now, but I really have not been to my old house in forever. This is oh, the, we know. the most relatable podcast <laughs> in the world. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Look, okay, let's make it relatable. Here's a rap. Here's a. Uh, oh, shit. Here uh, we go. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Yo. Working class. Yo. Yo. Heather Ann Campbell. Yo. Rambo. Oh. Go in the brambles. I got an amplitude of attitudes to share with you. I'm gonna fuck your mama like she was a bowl of stew. Nutrition, carrots, and protein. Gonna fuck your mama know what I mean. My my rap is emotional. I'm gonna go locomotional. Choo-choo railroad. Choo-choo train train. He feels it! He feels it! Fill him up! Fill him up! What? Fill him up! What? Sorry, what? Fill him up! 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 Fill I'd like to fill my choo-choo up. Fill him up! Free. To the break of dawn. Fill him up! Fill him up! <laughs> Drink to the metal, proof to the prime, the gibberish as a rhyme. Gibberish time. Gibberish time. That was a gibberish rhyme break. For goodness sake. I'm a choo-choo train waiting at the station. 
It's a ghost. Fill him up with a song! <laughs> Fill him up with a song! Ghost train. <laughs> it's coming down like a rain. Ghost train, I paid $10 again. Why am I here in Hancock Park? I need to walk to my car with a partner. Statistically, I'm at more risk of death than some of our esteemed guests Because I came out to see your show I may end up on a true crime show He's rambling now! He's rambling now! Shut him up! Walk to your car with a buddy (laughs) And not the wrong kind of buddy You have to be able to detect the different kinds. There's gonna be ones that are like, let me walk you to your... Let me walk you to your car. Let me walk you to your car. I don't think so. Wait, I don't know. I can't... Okay. Wait, I... Wait, what? Okay. There you go. Heather Ann Campbell, Nick Rutherford. Yes, yes, Joel. That's the end of Harmontown. Thank you so much. We love you from the We love you from the downtown dynasty. Nick Rutherford, Heather Ann Campbell, Dan Harmon, Spencer Crittenden, Nolan Fabricus, Zach McKee are on the beats, yo. We love you so much. Thanks for stopping by Sarah Hill. Church, thanks so much for shooting us tonight. I've been Brandon Johnson. Jeff Davis returns next week. Even I am ecstatic about that. Good night. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast network.